This and all episodes of the podcast have been brought to you by our generous patrons over at Patreon The Daisy Podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about how you can support the show each week, then please click the link in the description down below to find out more information about Patreon The Daisy Podcast. Thank you for your support. And welcome to episode 43 of the Daisy Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by my usual co-host, Brim. But tonight, the attention is all on the one, the only, the loyal patriot. LP, how are you, buddy? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Feeling good. Thank you for agreeing to come on. I know Brim in particular is a massive fan. When I... um. Uh, reminded him that it was you who was coming on. He was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Can we get – and then his mind was just racing. Well, we've got to get try see if we can get Katie, Wolf, and Potato, and LP all together at once. Oh, my God. And I went, mate, that would just be too much for any fucking Not podcast. Bros. Yeah, I think that would be way too much. And, and Data would just talk the whole time. There is that. There is that. <laughs> mate, you guys are part of the golden era of DayZ, in my opinion. Uh, it's one of the reasons I wanted to get you on because um, you guys were obviously running around with some of the huge names back in the day, uh, Mr. Moon and Mr. Blackout and Jam Jar. But you, Potato and Katie Legends. Wolf, had a special relationship, didn't you? I mean, you can call it special. I mean, there was a lot of middles touching, hugging, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's just typed something in chat, Dado story. Well, exclamation mark, Dado story. Is that a command in your chat, is it? Right, yeah. So I love Dado's stories, but he can he can talk, man. He can really uh sometimes <laughs> sometimes I don't get a lot of words in, that's for sure. Yeah, that could be a problem here as well, mate. Both Brim and I know how to talk underwater with a mouthful of marbles. <laughs> Mate, one of the things um, that I've always wanted to ask you about is I follow you on Twitter. I love your Twitter feed, mate. You're one of the most wholesome and positive people. You just share nice stuff. You know, you're cooking, you're smoking meat in the backyard or you're out hunting with your young fella and stuff like that. Yet you call your community the nerds. You are the least nerdy guy. <laughs> the only nerdy thing you do is play video games. And that's not even nerdy these days. Where, where did the, How did that come about? That is, uh, that's a great question. I mean, when I was growing up, when I was a kid, you know, I started playing video games on the Atari. Oh, know, yes. Good old, good old fashioned pitfall. And, uh, I was kind of a hybrid kid. I could spend all day inside playing video games. And then the next day I'd be outside playing a, a football game all by myself, quarterback, running back, wide receiver. <laughs> and, uh, so I was kind of a hybrid. So you know, there's this negative connotation around nerds. I mean, we can all agree that nerds rule the world. Uh, oh, yeah. Or bad. Oh, yes. But if you were an Atari boy back then, being a nerd wasn't really, you know, other than that awesome movie Revenge of the Nerds, um, being a nerd wasn't the most positive thing back then. Well, think of it as I'm ogre and I've been accepted into the nerds. <laughs> oh, that's a good, that's a good analogy, right? That's a good analogy. 
But I'm mate, bridging the gap between jocks and nerds. That's what I'm doing. You live what is for someone like me. I look at you, mate, and I just think, oh my fucking god, you are living the life. You you, you live on a farm. Uh, well, yeah, kind of a, a hybrid. It used to be used for uh, dairy cows, beef cows, uh, horses, all kinds of stuff. We're we're kind of in a transition of getting ours going too. Yeah. Yep. So you've got your own nice big property to live on and. It just looks amazing, mate. Yeah, you know, you're out hunting all the time, and um, well, I, don't, I don't know about hunting. Looking, yeah, I don't know about hunting. <laughs> What's what do they say about fishing as well? Uh, there's a similar analogy to that when you're just throwing a line in the water with a bait on there and never getting anything. It's not fishing. It's just called I can't remember what they call that. Well, at that point, you're just catching beer. That's pretty much all you're doing. <laughs> Just as fun, although I would agree. You know, I would. That's why fun. fishing's great, man. You either drink a lot of beer, you catch a lot of fish, or both. Either way, it's a good day. I'm down with that. Uh, yeah, man. It's you know, I'm obviously very humbled. It's uh, it's uh, it's it's a great opportunity to live out in a country like this and just kind of be able to disconnect from social media and my job, which is on the internet. Yeah, and uh, it's. Definitely one of the things I, I'm thankful for the most is just the disconnect that I can do once I'm I'm done being a nerd. You know what I mean? It looks like you lead a pretty damn good life, mate. You know, you've got a you, you seem um to be a very, very happy person, and I think there's a lot of people who wish that they could be as at peace with everything as it, it appears you are. Although I mean, you, you know, a a good life is, you know, it's subjective and I think there are a lot of different variations of a good life and you know, I work really hard for uh, you know, the things that I'm, I've been blessed with, I, I can't really take credit for it, but it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's just real nice being able to kind of live both worlds, really the craziness of the internet and the, you know, the seclusion of the woods, you know, you do kind of have literally have the best of both worlds, don't you really? When you, when you think about it. Yeah. I mean, living out in the middle of nowhere and super fast internet, I, you know, I can't ask for more. I was going to say your your internet must be pretty impressive considering the how remote you know your property is and what have you. I sort of seems like you would have to have pretty damn good internet to to still be able to do all the things you do internet related. Yeah, this uh, this cabin that I live in was the first thing around here for a while, but uh, development went in a little bit down the road um, years ago, and the the previous owner knew a guy who knew a guy. Paid some money and had a dedicated line run back here. So yeah, I got about four fifty down, twenty five up. It's it's uh, nice, more than Jesus. enough for sure. I live that's in a bloody that's... city and I could only dream of um that. But that's all the internet the city actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm say I'm in in the UK and I'm in I'm in the city. I mean I'm out in the suburbs a little bit, but I'm in a a, a pretty well known major city in the UK, and I would say I get a good three fifty down and about thirty ish up. Yeah. So. The fact that you can get what you get where you are is uh, is pretty impressive. I know Boydie's definitely uh, turning green with jealousy. That's not a green screen <laughs> behind him. Fifty down and um, about fifteen to twenty up. Hey man, that's, get. That's a, that's, that gets the job done, though. It does. It does. Thankfully, so mate, you of um, like all of the people we talked about before are probably the one who has stayed true not and i don't mean true as like you know um uh, anything against those who haven't because everyone i think um has had a love-hate relationship with daisy but out of all of the people from back in that golden era of daisy with the crew you're the one who's probably stayed uh with daisy the most 
Yeah, I mean, you know, I've never said anything bad about Daisy before. You know, it's... Uh, <laughs> I never complain about it, ever. I never have any kind of negative things to say. You know, it's just been a real good... No, I'm kidding. Uh, this game pisses me <laughs> off sometimes. Yeah. It, uh, you know, there are times when I, I say Daisy is the best and worst game I've ever played in my life. Yes. And, that is uh, a good way to put you, it. You know, it gives you experiences that other games just can't give you. And I, I think one of the reasons why I've been able to stick with it is because I didn't hold on to it so tightly. Yep. I I allowed myself to take breaks from it. I allowed myself to incorporate other games into it. And uh, I think, uh, you know, part of my nerd side of me, I have a crazy imagination. And I think an imagination in Daisy makes Daisy uh, bloom really yes yeah it's something so I, I, I quite often uh, that, yeah that's i mean that's that's a big part of why i've been able to play it so long you know as a streamer you'll get accusations of how oh, you only play things for the views or you only play things to make money which neither one of those things are bad by the way uh but for me it was i watched my fellow streamers you know my 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 boys and they hung on to it for so long that they got so bitter and pissed at it and they just wanted nothing to do with it anymore and they yeah they loved the memories that they made but they were just ready to move on me i've gone you know six seven months without playing it before and adding in other survival games and and driving games and it's just allowed me to stick with it a lot longer you know i think i'm I'm coming up at around six thousand hours, which is nothing compared to some Daisy people. But oh yeah, you know it's it's definitely kept it fresh for me that I've been able to stretch it out a lot longer. The 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 key you said there though is an imagination with Daisy. If you limit yourself to one playstyle, you're gonna burn out pretty quick on Daisy. Let's face it, it's not the best PvP game. Um, so oh, if that's your uh, forte. That's, that's putting it nice. Yeah, yeah, but that that's. The reality of it, and if that's your forte with DayZ, then DayZ is not going to have a lot of longevity for you. The, the the beauty of DayZ comes from having an imagination and getting into these weird and wacky situations that very few games, other than DayZ and Rust and things like that, can give you. Oh, you mean like being tied up by a Swedish lady and have her put her naked crotch in your face and tell her to do all kinds of nasty things to you? Yeah, I know. I've had experiences like that, Daisy. <laughs> Jeez, I you bet you, you complained when that happened. No, no Call of Duty, please They stop. just say they want to bang my mom. This is completely different in, in Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> and no one ever follows up with it either, do they? No one actually goes out and bangs anyone's mum either. It's quite a it's quite a disappointing return ratio on the on the threats, really, when you think about it. Yeah, it's all talk in Codland, but it's all action in DayZ. Yeah, exactly. So what was it like being part of what I referred to as that, that golden era of DayZ? You know, playing with the guys who were the titans of the game back then, Jam Jar, Moon, and Mr. Blackout and that. I mean, those guys to me are... You know, and I don't use this term lightly, legends of Twitch. You know, Twitch is about um, content creation. Twitch is about um, having fun with something that used to be taboo. You know, you used to be a loser if you just sat inside and played video games. You know, and, and Twitch brought TV and movies and gave it to the little people. And now yep. us, we can go out and we can make content and we can uh, have those kind of um, experiences right right at home and moon and jam and those guys nobody did it better in my opinion when it came to open world games mm. and uh you know those guys went off to do you know bigger and better things jam still runs one hell of a stream you know moon's got his real life stuff that he does and 
you know, KD and Dato, you know, you know, those guys still stream and, and they still do great content. But back in the day, man, it was, uh, yeah, it was crazy. It was pretty much all I thought about all day was I couldn't wait to hop on the PC and just play, play Daisy with the bearded bros, you know? <laughs> no, that that's, that's absolutely amazing, mate. Cause, um, I used to watch on in awe. Did you ever get to do a survivor games back in the day? I did. Uh, I actually, that was one of the first things I ever watched on Twitch was Sacral. And one of the very first ones, I yep. think, um, Cy Syndicate and his partner won that one. They were sitting in a bush the whole time, but <laughs> which is no surprise. But uh, Sacral had a Mosin and, and took out like three people in a matter of 30 seconds, heart pumping, you know, just it was insane. And I, I was hooked. I mean, that was it. I was hooked. And I, not to change subjects on you, but Daisy really missed an opportunity oh. with that game mode. And when they half ass brought that back, Oh my! Did they blow a real opportunity there to bring a fun game mode in Daisy? It's a pet peeve of ours, mate. We we bring it up quite often. I've even got a little meme I made up of uh, the Godfather. Look what they did to my son. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. Hicks and Soma looking at um, the Survivor games. That was yeah, but <clears throat> they are still looking at it, and you know we we keep on urging them to um, just bring it back the way it used to be. Um, they tried, they failed, they failed massively. Um, take the L and learn. And you know, they've only got to look at the success of things like the OTV server on Rust. Um, there is interest in these massive, um, multi uh, streamer events. And they absolutely Hicks and Soma and the crew proved back in the day with all of the survivor games they did that people are interested in watching it because a Daisy Battle Royale. Um, is different to a PUBG or something like that. It's a much more in-depth, you know, you said you've watched them in the past. It was a great event to watch, wasn't it? Three to four hours, usually four hours of all the times that it would crash and that because of the state of right. AZ back then. I mean, really, it was disaster, but the content of it was, was one of a kind. It was way yes. ahead of its time. Yep. I mean, I remember being in a house and uh, Kiwo came in, killed Dato, and ate him. All during the Survivor Games. I mean, you don't, get that. you don't get that in other games, you know. Exactly, exactly. And the trash talk was second to none. Yeah, some of the people, oh, like fantastic. you said, absolutely brilliant. I, I do it remember... Was, it, was, um, it was trash talk within the moment. It wasn't just, yes. like, empty trash talk, you know. It, it was it was an amazing thing to watch, and um, I really do hope they bring it back. And you know, I think that would bring a lot of um, old names that people have forgotten um, would be would come back quite gladly to participate in another well-run Survivor Games. And I, honestly, I have to say, I would love to see them done with the state of the game now and what it's capable of. Um, yeah, it, it could be it could be a beautiful thing. Absolutely, and that that door is still open. You know, they, they still have the opportunity to make something of that. And, you know, that's that's not the core of DayZ, that game mode. The core of DayZ is the loss, the the rustic, the raw, you know, lifestyle that you can you can live through DayZ. But man, mm -hmm. what but what an it's still an amazing opportunity that they could still take advantage of. So what's your favorite playstyle? I think one of the, the best traits you could have as a gamer when it comes to Daisy is being able to roll with the punches, being mm -hmm. able to, uh, uh, you know, adjust to really any situation. And, you know, I think I'm just a big idiot just winging it and just saying weird things. And, 
and adjusting to the people that I interact with. But in a, in a way, that's that's a good thing to have with Daisy. You never know what Daisy is going to throw at you. No. And if you have the ability to adjust to that, sometimes you can create the most unique and hilarious situations or insane PvP that other games just can't get you. So I guess this, you know, I'm not a KOSer. I'm. I would rather get shot in the face, giving someone the opportunity to be interesting, than just running around playing Call of Duty. You know, I mean, and that that's obviously the secret gets me of longevity for Daisy. I'm not gonna lie, I get shot in the face a lot, but it it puts me in situations to where then I can roll with whoever I meet up with and kind of turn that into something that's really fun for people to watch. Or at least I hope I can. What does playing as Morv mean, or Move? Mauve, it, so back in the day when Daisy was, you know, really at its height, I couldn't play on a server without somebody saying, hey, it's LP. So I would have to do something to my voice. And so I just started doing different characters. Mauve is, uh, if you've ever seen Office Space, Mauve mm -hmm. is Milton with the red stapler, you know? Yep. It kind of sounds like Cleveland from Family Guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really, it wasn't really my intention, but Mav is, uh, he's a quiet soul who, you know, I'm not an RP or I just, I just, I'm just dinking around, you know what I mean? But he, he's a quiet soul who you wrong him and he'll, he'll peel the skin right off your body. You know what I mean? Like he, yep. he you, you could push him, but if you push him too hard, it flips, you know, otherwise we have the Lloyd who forgets everybody's names all the time and and pisses people off because he keeps calling them the wrong thing he wears jorts everywhere you know he he he's uh, somebody you must underestimate constantly but constantly comes out ahead you know i've had different characters throughout the year that are throughout my daisy life that i've i never intended to have it was literally just me trying to disguise my voice so people would stop stream sniping me but it turned out to fun little different play styles you know and have you uh, been getting um, onto the uh, day one servers lately? They seem to be all the rage at the That's moment. A really, really good way to get shot in the face every time you see someone. <laughs> they are they they run really well. You know, I think yep. uh, I'm a I'm a big fan of Smoke and uh, yes. you know whoever he's got running those servers and and I love how Smoke stays true to the the hardcore lifestyle. And yes. so those servers are, I mean, they're Daisy intended. That's how you play Daisy, you know? Uh, but it definitely has a lot of hostile players on those servers. That is for sure. I I like to think as, as a, a mix of generally three, there's the people who are, you know, the, the, the content creators looking for good content. Um, then there's the people looking to claim fame by saying, I killed Smoke or I killed Shroud or I killed so-and-so. Um, and then there's the thirsty boys and girls who are just trying to bump into someone famous to try to bump their own career up. Uh, but it definitely makes for a very interesting um, uh, dynamic, and it's it's actually very good to see. Uh, and like you said, I don't think there's uh, could, I don't think they would have been successful if anyone else had um, done them. But Smoke is one of the like you said, you know, staying true to the ethos of Daisy. Um, the guy is part cyborg. Um, he could easily just true. be running around killing everything that moves, but he plays Daisy in one of the best ways I've seen any content creator play it. I'm pretty sure he also has zero emotions ever. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you, you do get a chuckle out of him every now and then. Oh man, you know, me and Smoke, we play together. I'll have him, I'll have him laughing. Yeah, I'll, I'll promise yeah. you. But he uh, does, think, um, uh, <clears throat> sorry. 
the day one servers, you know, it's it's good for me as as an American, as someone who plays not even just American, but just anybody who's in the United States, you know, that I I have everything going against me when it comes to DayZ. I mean, DayZ is huge in Europe and ain't that big in the U.S. It's huge over in, you know, even further Western uh, uh, or Eastern countries. And it means there's a lot of servers over in Europe, you know, and yeah. uh, a lot of the U.S. servers are empty. So it, 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 a lot of things go against me when I try and hop on day Z, even just trying to find a server in the morning. Cause you know, the U S is asleep and the U S is stuck on call of duty. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. the day one, the day one servers are really nice. And I have those servers to fall back on where my ping is not 200 the entire time. Mm-hmm. And they're just so popular. Like there's people from Australia playing them, even with the two to 300 ping. Uh, oh, every yeah. man and his dog wants to get on the day one servers. Have you heard of the uh, creator server that's being started? I have not. What's that about? Um, it's uh, basically um, Erno, if you've heard of him, and Inclement Dab. Inclement Dab is basically the rain man of DayZ modding is probably the best way to describe him. Hey, uh, Brim? Yeah, I've heard him. Yep. I think it's a pretty safe uh, safe assumption. Yeah, He is just a, a, a freak of nature when it comes to coding. Freaks, but- uh, yeah, freak's a good way to put it. Yeah, they are creating a um, basically like an OTV style server, which is just going to be full of content creators um, set on the Molsk. Um, and uh, Inclement Dab is working on some special stuff that'll be unique to the uh, creator server um, to try to get that sort of same dynamic happening. Um, I have I have a few fears. Um, you know, so we've all probably heard about the dramas that have been happening on the OTV server, but I think in essence that the concept is very good and i've just signed up to it myself recently uh because i really want it to succeed because as we're seeing with the the rust server um it's bringing massive numbers to rust which is a game almost as old as day z um and i think it topped the charts for downloads again yeah that uh last time i played rust was a few years ago i spawned in balls hanging wiener swinging and Mm -hmm. uh Started wandering around, had more wieners swinging at me, and then they beat me to death. And I did that about three more times, and then I never played it again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty much my experience with it as well. The first time I ever downloaded it, it was on. I got it on a Steam sale, so it was cheap as hell. I picked it up thinking, "Fuck it, I'll give it a go." I'm probably never gonna stop playing Daisy, so I'll probably never put any hours in. And I ended up uninstalling it with 45 minutes worth of playtime. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was just literally the second us when I was trying to speak. It was like oh, it was like my original, like your first couple of hours in Daisy. Yeah, you spawn somewhere, you run up to some random, fresh-looking person, try and have a conversation, and they just beat your face in with a rock. I was like, do you know what? I've I've done that with Daisy. I don't need that with another yeah, game. Been there, done that. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. T t-shirt, shirts in the fucking bin. So I called I my dues with Daisy. I don't know if I want to do that again. Yeah, I, exactly, I called yeah. Rust the four chan of survival games. Um, it's just, <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely insane. I, I don't watch a lot of it. Uh, Rust is Lord of the Flies. If they gave the kid speed, scale speed, just saying in um, chat. That's probably a good analogy. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I just checked. I'm at 23 minutes. 23 minutes of rust. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, obviously not a fair shake. And and, and there has been some in chat trying to get me to uh, hop on that those uh, servers that they've come out with. And and uh, somebody said they've got some connections to, you know, get me on there so I can experience it. And I, I might, but, boy, that, 
That was a weird taste in my mouth to start. It was. <laughs> Have you played any other games like Scum? Oh, yeah. I've got a lot of time on Scum. Speaking of, speaking of wiener swinging, uh, mm -hmm. we did. Uh, that is a game that has absolutely no identity, in in my opinion. Yeah. That game does not know what it wants to be. Uh, they may say what they want to be. They may say they want to be a hardcore survival game, but their updates and their content say otherwise. I I still have hope for Scum. I still Same. think Scum can be a fantastic game, but as of right now, at very least, their PR has been questionable. Uh, just game needed a major update. Let's come out with some new wiener socks. I understand the guy working on wiener socks is not the guy working on performance. I know how this gig works, but... Man, it just, they make, you know, their content just says we don't know what we want to be yet. But I've, I've got some high hopes for Scum. They put out some good updates over the last year. To be fair, you have me at Wiener Socks. So I might hey, have man, to redownload there's, it. There's elephants. There's, I mean, you can all, all any ones that look like those Chinese finger traps. I mean, you can have whatever you want <laughs> on that game. I mean, I, I built a sled out of, you know, cut down a tree, got some boards, built a sled, worked off all my clothes, and went sledding down a mountain. I mean, it's just, you know, it's a weird game, I got to tell you, but there's a lot of potential there. Yeah, I, those, I've been uh, thinking of uh, playing it again. What's that? What was that, Brim? I'd say those, those giant robot mechs or whatever they're called, those are just what, what finished it off for me. I think I've got less playtime in that than I ever did originally in Rust. Like I, just ru just running around and then just suddenly just getting mown down by a fucking big mechanical robot that can shoot you behind a wall four miles away just isn't my ideal of fun at all. I think the mechs pushed a lot of Daisy people away almost immediately. Yeah. I think the problem with the mechs was they were too they were so powerful. And when you're a fresh spawn and you've got you know a couple of bits of food some bandages you know some basic stuff to keep you going you're not going to be able to deal with that you know you're not gonna you know the first place you want to run to as a fresh spawn in any survival game you know in theory is is going to be somewhere where there's going to be loads of food and loads of weapons to defend yourself with if you know for a fact that you're playing a game or playing on a server that's you know, not necessarily friendly. It's not a PVE specific focused server. You're, you know, you're pretty buggered. So for me, just running to an airfield and getting, getting destroyed by two mechs when I'm in a, you know, around the wall, the other side of it. And it's just, that's just not how, that's not how I roll, so to speak, personally. Right. And, and that's kind of the identity thing, you know? I, yeah. I, I think that, man, they have the, the foundation to be an incredible survival game with, solid pvp you know they've added in a lot of great animations to their gunplay their gunplay has been improved the audio has been improved they they're making really good changes to the game and i hope it keeps going that way i've made it known their stamina system where you use your scroll wheel and you run out of breath and your best way to get your breath back is to lay down in the grass and if you just want to jog you'll never get your stamina back mm -hmm. that that one's a, a nut kicker to me you know in DayZ. You get your stamina back when you're jogging. You jog everywhere. You're good. It's 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 a big map. You want to be able to move a little bit. But having to run and stop and walk or lay down, that's a big killer for me. I'm a broken record to a lot of people with that one. But I think if they can if they can figure out a lot of little details and figure out what they want the mechs to be. Do they just want them as these ultra powerful robots that protect their military areas? Hey, if that's the way they want it, that's cool. 
Uh, I would just like to see something a little bit more creative. It it just doesn't seem very creative having a giant robot that'll just absolutely blitz you if he sees you. You know. Yeah, yeah, and um, even um, like I've said it before on the show, but one of my worst memories of the game is um, uh, I bought one of the um uh, collector editions of it, and you get this thing where uh, you your your character will randomly stop and shit, and he drops an item in his shit. You know, be it an apple or a gun or something like that, uh, and I was running away oh, from one of the airfields. Yeah, yeah, and my character just randomly stopped and started shitting right in front of a mech, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Yeah, that, that means the... you ate. That probably means you ate something bad, or you ate too much of one thing. Yeah, and, and that's usually what makes you just <clears throat> involuntarily just balls hanging all over the ground. It's, uh, I've had it happen in a firefight. Yeah. It's a very interesting experience. I've had it happen with a mech shooting at me too. <laughs> what about escape from Tarkov? Do you play that as well? Escape from Tarkov is gun porn, which yep. I'm a big fan of. So yep. Tarkov, when it first came out, I played a lot of it, but it looked like, uh, I had taken my monitor and put it in, put it into like a, like a fish tank. It was so blurry and, uh, just did not look very good. And, um, the audio was really off-putting, and uh, so I just kind of stopped playing it. But uh, they've made a lot of improvements. That's that's a fantastic-looking game. I've been playing it a lot. It's I think my second most-played game uh, in 2020 was Tarkov. Mm -hmm. It's a game that people keep telling me I need to get into, but it was on sale recently for like 25% off as well. But yep. looking at the, at the different price, I signed up to their website for the account and everything, but... I just never got around to actually buying the game because once uh, once you add the taxes in and the and on all of that the extra fees that they add and stuff that twenty five percent off means fuck all. So it's kind of it was a little bit sort of uh, we'll see you know it's not something I'm gonna gonna rush into buying anytime soon. But yeah, it yeah. certainly seems like it's it's like you say it's it's come on leaps and bounds. One of my closest friends plays it and streams it regularly, so I quite often sit and watch him play it and enjoy myself. But I don't know if I would uh, I don't know if I would fare too well in that game. So Tarkov is less survival, more PvP. Obviously, yes. yeah, they've added in a lot more uh, open world loot. Which one of the first times I played Tarkov, I was like, I just want to walk around and find stuff. Why, why is that such a big deal? And they're finally doing that. You can actually just walk around and find stuff and loot. There's things to loot. You can fill up your inventory with things. Uh, food and drink are becoming more uh, important, even within the raid, that you have to be able to eat and drink while you're there. And uh, the medical side of things, the medical side of things is, is getting so much better. What I tell my chat all the time is I need the open world um, in uh kind of your um open world feel of daisy the survival of daisy to have a baby with the gunplay and the gun porn of tarkov mm -hmm. give me give me daisy gameplay with tarkov gunplay and i don't think i'd ever play another game <laughs> yeah yeah to be fair anytime i've looked at uh look to any sort of tarkov related stuff the especially when when my friend's streaming and he's showing you know his his hideout his stash with all his guns and stuff there's a little part of me that goes just just let me fix your inventory because it's such a fucking oh, yeah. mess oh yeah like like, like <laughs> proper like yeah like it, it gets me i can't look at his inventory anymore anytime he's streaming because i'm just i'll just get angry but yeah that 
all, like you say, the gunplay in it and the, like the, all the different, everything's, you know, everything's true to life. They've obviously, I'm assuming, paid a reasonably decent amount of money to get the rights to use the, the correct names and everything oh, yeah. for, for all these weapons. So it shows they've put in a, a you know, a damn sight much better, you know, effort into their game than a lot of the other games out there have. So I'll give them a lot of credit for that. You know, what, would, what would you like to see them improve gunplay wise in DayZ LP? Uh, change everything. <laughs> <laughs> and the I zombies. Mean, you know, the infected are annoying, not a threat. You know what I mean? Um, the only time you ever die to an infected is if you get stuck in a corner or you think you closed them in, but really you closed yourself in because you pop back through the door and then they just beat you to death and you can't move. You know, the infected definitely need a lot of improvements, but the, uh, the gunplay. What makes it more difficult is needing parade rest. That's what makes Daisy so much more difficult than other games. Other games just have their gun up all the time, but you can't have that Daisy. So you need that extra button to bring your gun up from a rest position because the rest position is what allows you to let everybody else know that you're not a threat, or at least you're not a mm-hmm. threat in that moment. So that's what makes everything so much more difficult. In every other game, it's click once and you're you're aiming and you're ready to go. In DayZ, you have to hold it to hip fire, and then you have to right-click to bring it up into the ADS. How, you know, sometimes it doesn't even do it. There's actually a bug right now that I've been trying to tell my chat, and they, a lot of them didn't believe me. There's a, there's a bug where you right-click, and it doesn't ADS. You right-click again. It kind of flinches and doesn't ADS, and then you right-click again, and then it snap ADSs. You know, there, there's still bugs within this, even this new player controller. But I would, they need to get rid of the little hitch, I guess, that they threw in there to try and fix ghost bullets. But that little hitch, when you right click and it takes like a half a second to actually bring your gun up because you go Sorry. to kind of the hip. You but you, the are you talking about first. features? We, we call What's them features. We call them features here. We don't mention the B word. What B word? The one I, I can't the say. One you would, <laughs> the one used to refer to a little insect. We don't use that word here. They're features. They're features, LP. Oh, right. No, it's a damn bug, guys. <laughs> uh, it's it's a, a horrible feature. So I, I think what every gamer wants is they want their character to do what they're told. Yeah. And I think that doesn't happen a lot in Daisy. Doesn't happen, seem to happen a lot in any fucking game I play at the moment. Boy, but it does, especially when you're like us and we're a lot of early access games. That's that's a real nut kicker, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's probably the, that's the plainest way I could put it. I want my character to do what I tell it to when yeah. I tell it to do it. Well, they have said this year um, the focus is going to be on spit and polish of the game, mate. So fingers crossed um, we see some uh, big improvements to things like that and. Um, I know the other big one that a lot of people want is vehicles that work properly. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I got it, one of the first times I got in truck, coincidentally, I was with KD and Dado, and we were driving just north of Cherno, and I wanted to take a left, but I took it a little wide. I don't know if I touched one of those little concrete nubs that are on the side of the road. Yep. Next thing I know, I'm in heaven. Yeah. I don't even know how I got there. And Dato says, just get out. You'll be fine. And I got out and immediately was dead. And uh, that was one of my first experiences with the vehicles. And I'll be honest, it hasn't gotten that much better since then. But I think uh, working vehicles would be huge. I think uh, just a rework of player controls would be huge. And 
And I and I don't say this because you know it's my main game where I where I pull the most viewership, but Daisy is nowhere near done. Not. I used to think that Daisy would have been done by now, but the new player controller, the new rendering system, the performance of the game has completely and the modding community. Let's not forget the modding community has really pumped so much life back into this game. And Bohemia has to know that. And they have to know if they want it to be, this could be a 10-year post-release game like mm -hmm. a CSGO because it still dominates this category. Yeah, yeah. All the attention um, aside that Rust is getting right now from all the big-name people playing it, um, Daisy is still king of the survival genre. 100%. A, a, a hardcore survival at the very least. Yeah. Heck yeah, Cannabis Plus and Drugs Plus in the chat. Yeah, I've never really gone for the drug service. Oh, it can be so much fun, to be fair. If you if you can get a good team together and you get on a good server, like a good modded server where there's clans and stuff, some of the clan battles you can have over like over drugs, it can be quite a lot of fun. It can, it, it adds, I think, just the same as any any mod. Those sort of drug related mods do add a, a different um, a different element to the game. You know, they're a different play style. You know, you you're used to your sort of survival and your your PvP, but then when it's when you add in the fact that you've basically got an item on you that is, or in your base, for example, that is so, you know, it's so valuable. Like a lot of servers will have traders <clears throat> where you know one little bag of, of weeds that you know should in theory cost ten dollars in real life is actually worth ten thousand rubles in game. You know, it's suddenly things become very, very different, and it's it can be very interesting if done the correct way. Well, Cooley yeah, in uh, you, chat you, is saying you, he's working on addiction LP. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that uh, sounds interesting. Cool. Yeah, Cooley's fun. <laughs> we talk about cannabis. I was on the mouse going to do was smoking a thermometer. Yeah, the, the crack pipe. Oh, yeah. yeah. He asked me if I wanted someone. I, I couldn't tell if he was offering me drugs or he wanted to take my temperature, but either way, I was saying no. Well, I suppose it depends which end he's trying to take the temperature, in theory. I don't think it does matter. Either one is still a no. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like I've never really gone for the drug service, but I do get what people are saying in chat. It does add a lot um, of variance to uh, what you do on a server in DayZ. And anything that adds life to the game for people, I'm all for it. You know, even if it's not something that Absolutely. I really get into. That said, I have played servers that have it, and I've done it before. But um, I, I prefer more the, the hardcore survival uh, style ones. Um, but whatever, if, 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 it, if it adds life to the game for you, go ahead and fucking do it. Uh, I'm a vanilla guy myself. But I will say one thing that I think Daisy really needs to jump on is dynamic events. Yes. I think the, uh, the storm yes. and the mouse, you know, I've been in the middle of gunfights and I had to go take cover because I knew my ass was about to pass out. You know, I needed to take cover from the storm and some people see it as an annoyance, but I think it, it adds another dynamic to the game that Daisy needs because there's only so much looting you can do. There's only yep. so much gearing up you can do. And if you add in those dynamic events where you know, and I like the storm. I like the buildup. I like knowing that something's going to be coming and you need to prepare for it, whether it be a, a massive storm like the mouse has or, or the, yeah. the electrical storm or a huge horde rolling through certain cities on the map or certain areas. 
or uh, miscreated had uh, that massive uh, mutant that was the size of a truck. You know, having a couple of those spawn around the map for a half hour or something like that. More dynamic events to give players the ability to react and adjust their play style and their gameplay and really just continue their immersiveness. I think that would be... Uh, Bohemia really needs to jump on that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's been so many ideas. Um, and there's, there's actually some uh, good mods. There's a good mod um, called Survivor Missions LP. Um, have a look for a server that has that on it. Um, at the moment, there's um, a whole pile of vanilla missions, you know, everything from um, having to drive a car and take drugs across the map to um, uh, going and um, setting some pigs free but having to kill a couple of them and taking the meat to another location across the map. And well, I think they're brilliant. that one. I love a good pork butt, man. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. I'm very envious of the uh, smoking that you uh, always post on Twitter. I got a corned beef brisket on the smoker right now. It's going to be delicious. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. You know, I, I, I think uh, the, the missions, you know, and the dynamic events, I think, is really, you know, we don't want AI walking around the map. We, we don't want the, uh, the missions to be too intrusive or to disrupt the gameplay too much. You know, Scum has their big battles where a, an orb appears and you know you just have a giant team death match in the middle of a survival game I, i'm not a huge fan of that i don't know if i want to see things like that but just to give individual or a couple of players who are in a group together something to do to work towards i think and where it's about choice you can choose yeah. whether you want to get involved or not right right choose I, I, how you, you get know, involved do you do the mission or do you wait at the end to try to right. ambush those who've done it you know it, it adds variety a bit of a bit of spice to the game yeah, and I think that that can be done in vanilla. You know, I, I don't think vanilla yeah. always has to be just wake up, loot, run, die, wake up, loot, run, die. I think that they can strategically add this stuff into vanilla to still maintain the hardcore Daisy experience, but just give more stuff to do. Something more than just, you know, three random chopper crashes around the map and a few police car spawns and stuff like that. Uh, right. There's so well, much why not, opportunity. Why not, have a, why not have a chopper flying in? Yes. That is obviously having engine problems and goes down somewhere. Yep. And then you go seek it out instead of them just dynamically spawning around the map. Yeah. That just adds more immersion, you know? There's probably uh, inclement dabs probably in chat right now going, hmm, I wonder if I can make that happen. And the next thing within <laughs> a day or now, we'll have a mod for it. Weren't we supposed to have a train at some point? Oh, don't get me started on Arkansas's hype train. Oh, mate, oh, I no, fell for that hook, line, and sink. Yeah, and then the cheeky oh, bugger man. goes and posted a thing on Twitter showing train tracks on um, the Molsk, and I was like, oh, you cheeky bugger. Oh, man, I got my hopes up for that. I wanted to get on the, the like the handrail that you pump with your hands. I wanted yes. to flying around the map on that thing. Yes. Bloody Arkansas, man. Oh, I was so hyped for that when I saw it. Um, yeah, and I didn't, it's I didn't been what that, two I didn't know years. That fell apart. Um, I don't think it has fallen apart. It's just he's he's gone very quiet um, about okay. it. So uh, I've been I've been meaning to remember to hit him up. I might do that after um, I finish the podcast today um, and find out from him um, exactly what is going on with the hype train uh, because that that little video that he released was just oh my god that is yes we need that for Daisy. I could just imagine a mobile base roving around the, the, the map. and One of the most unique things about Daisy is how dead it feels. 
it feels it feels post-apocalyptic. It yes. feels like there's just no life to be had. That's why a dynamic event where there is life, I think, could be so important. Uh, even yep. as far as having a generator in, in the middle of a city that if you add fuel to, could add some lights for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Just to, you come, you know, one of the things I love about Namalsk is how much they have the render distance turned up on the, on the fires. Yeah. You come up over a hill and you see someone way off in the distance who's got a fire going, it, it's life. You see life. And that's, that's special in, in a game that's just filled with death and gloom. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're the things I like on a um, server to let me know that the server's alive. Not a side chat um, with people trash talking each other. No, um, no. I like visual indicators of stuff happening in the game or audible ones, you know, gunshots yep. you hear and things like that. Because for me, it's um, the <clears throat> loneliness and the despair of uh, being alone and then the, 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 the blood rush that comes from hearing a shot or seeing a light in the distance and, you know, being disappointed when it's just an infected with a fucking headlamp on. But, yeah. Right. And it's finding that balance of still making it feel doom and gloom and lonely, but giving you those small glimpses of life. Coming up over a hill and see, hey, man, somebody's got the generator going. Yep. That is exciting, you know? Because it's evidence of life. Someone's been yeah. here. Yeah. And I think I think that that could be a real... Between, you know, that, those little just evidences of life and dynamic events and uh, survivor games, I, I think DayZ could still have a really long life. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's uh, someone just said we need birds in this life, but um, in this game. But it just made me think of when you see an, um, a deer or a boar running full sprint and knowing I didn't aggro that. That's the right. sort of things that I love to see in the game. Um, you I know, would maybe love to some... see those work a lot better, too. Yeah. The, yep. the animal AI is atrocious. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to see boars attack people is one thing I would love to see, Brim. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get that in Rust, um, which I've noticed over the last couple of days to my own dismay. I think I went into that with a bit of a daisy mindset and saw a wild boar and went, ah, that's fine, and then it tried to eat me. And I was like, ah, that maybe isn't fine. But I quite, one of the things I quite enjoy with daisy when it comes to the animals, whilst they do require a little bit of a... You know, tweaking here or there, they've got some features that could do with ironing out. Is I do like how sometimes you can just be running around, you come over the crest of a hill, big open field in front of you, and you just see one goat running across the field, followed by like three zombies chasing behind it. That is just for some reason, even all these years later, for some reason, I still do. I still, and I will literally on stream stop and physically giggle like a schoolgirl. And just then, and then just carry on my day like nothing happened. You know what they I, need to do? They need to allow that goat to donkey kick that infected right in the yes. face. Yes, that would that would be fantastic. <laughs> yes, save me the fucking hassle. Now, I, I, um, someone in chat is saying that you love getting attacked by wolves. Um, yeah, it's my. I'm a wolf magnet, and they have, they don't really have they don't have uh, any audible sounds until they're in your ass. So. Yes, that's that's what uh, that's one of the things that bugs me. They're they're chewing on you, and ugh, I could I I could get done with one group, and I run twenty feet, and I got another one on me. Uh, but yeah. I, but I love it. It's just another one of those things that it it makes you change. It makes you adjust. That's what Daisy needs more of. Even the ninja bears, the ones that don't make a sound until they aggro on you, and you're like, oh fuck. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I've been there. You know, I, I'd like to change what I said earlier. I don't need Daisy to have a baby with Tarkov. I need Daisy, Tarkov, and Call the Wild to have a gangbang. That's yep. what I need them to do. There's, there's an avenue for someone. There's, a, there's an avenue for someone uh, create a better hunting mod for Daisy. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. I mean, scum, scum. That's one thing scum's got on Daisy is you know it's it's got tracking, it's got blood splatter, it's mm -hmm. you know, it's got vital hits. That is definitely something that I would love to see added to Daisy. And its crafting system is much superior to Daisy's as well. Yeah. Yep. I love the that's crafting. All, that's scum. all potential for Daisy. Those don't have to be weaknesses. That, that's all. Yeah. That's, it just shows how incomplete Daisy still is. Yep. Which some might see <laughs> as a negative, I see as a positive. I, that just shows that there's so much more room for growth in that game. Yeah. So have you had much luck getting any of the, the other guys uh, to come and play Daisy again with you? I got, uh, you know, I, I want them to play whatever they enjoy, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I play a lot of Tarkov with Dato. Um, KD, you know, he uh, he has full-time work away from streaming, so he's, uh, you know, he streams once in a while part-time. He He's more open to, to Daisy. I think KD would, would love the hardcore of Namalsk. Yep. Namalsk makes me, when I first started playing, it made me feel like I did when I was a new Daisy player. Yes. I, I was afraid of Daisy again. I was afraid of the elements. I was, I, I, the, the unknown was back. Um, yeah. You know, Dato, you know, I've said this to Dato before. He held on too long and uh, it really made him resent the game. Yep. But who knows? You know, man, you know, Dato's, uh, you know, he's, he still has a soft spot for Daisy for sure. So I'm, I'm sure. You know, I've always kind of been a lone wolf guy since then. I don't really stream with other people a lot, but I've been trying to make myself more available to doing things like that, whether it's with Tarkov or Daisy or any of the other games I play. And uh, Dato's definitely on the list of people that I would love to survive to mouse with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's that's how I first kind of really got into Daisy. I'd, I A friend of mine had told me that Twitch was a thing, so I checked it out. And then I then in turn told him Daisy was a thing because I just randomly discovered it. And I just had randomly discovered you, KD, and, and Dado one day. I think I discovered Dado first. And then sort of you guys fell into the picture, you know, as a result of that. And it, it got to a point where, where me and my friend had a, a, a sort of a friendly rivalry because I was more of a Dado fan, but he was more of an LP fan. So we used to sort of uh, butt heads a little bit at times. I like him take, better. Take the piston. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you met him, you wouldn't. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. No. It's uh, it was it was one of those things where where it it kind of bought us you three running a game like Daisy. It brought me and him as friends closer together as well. So we actually had this whole new thing to talk about. We had Twitch. We had Daisy. And we had you three guys. So we had like, it's essentially three whole brand new things yeah. to discover and talk about together, yeah, which when awesome. you've got, which when you've got someone who is a friend that you genuinely consider more family than friend that you, you call brother unironically, that really adds something to it. Yeah. That's, you know, and that's really cool to hear too. We, we got into a lot of adventures. A lot of it was, uh, KD telling us that he saw someone by a tree and we yeah. said, what tree? He says, don't worry, I got him. And we said, what, you killed him? And he said, no, but I'm gonna. It's like, dude, 
you call out suck or you know Dano <laughs> rushed into a building before we can even figure out what the heck is going on or me you know talking about rubbing butts in the middle of a gunfight you know whatever the case may be you know uh we definitely got into some interesting situations back in the day yeah I th- I, the, all, all that just dado getting sniped from douche rocks every time he was trying oh, to run yeah. down the coast nothing like, like the, some good old-fashioned dado rage Oh, the amount of times I would tune into his stream just at the right moment, just as he's like, oh, for fuck's sake, someone <laughs> up on Douche Rocks again. Yep. KD, for fuck's sake, where were you? <laughs> he's yep. just constantly shouting at KD to be behind him. He never seemed to shout at you. It was always KD that you would shout at. Oh, that has changed. That has definitely changed. Now it's now it's me. I think I think I lost my, my beating mule with KD, so... Now Dato just takes it out on me, that's for sure. There's nothing like some good old-fashioned Dato rage. Yeah. Oh, you can't go wrong with it. That, there, that has stood the test of time really well. <laughs> there, there are some classic people when it comes to raging, and um, Dato was definitely up there with it. But the, you mentioned um, KD and his um, call-outs and things like that. That's one of the things I loved. You three had such a good dynamic. Uh, you all kind of played well off of each other. Um, just made this very interesting trio to watch. You know, what's cool is we're just strangers. Yep. You know, we were strangers that became friends, you know, and if you would have told me, you know, six, seven years ago that, you know, I, after I lost uh, my previous job, that my next job was going to be making friends on the internet, playing video games, I'd have laughed at you. You know, it was, yep. you know, six foot five, 250 pounds. That's not usually what you consider to be a, a gamer. You know, and I, I just, as much as I've loved video games since I was a kid, I never would have thought that was going to be a thing. But we were, you know, even with, you know, B and Jam and Echo and all them, you know, we we were friends and we are friends. And I think that that's, uh, that's something that video games can do, you know. Mm-hmm. Quick one for you. Marry, fuck, kill. Jam Jar, Dado, KD Wolf. KD, I'd screw KD. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Dado says that, uh, well, actually, I think I have it here. I think I'd, I'd be a pretty good gay lover, probably. You know, <laughs> as much as, uh, you know, Dado says that, I think I'd, I think I'd have to go with KD. You know, he's a, he's a real sensitive guy. You know, he's just a, a tender lover, I bet. Uh, Mary? Oh, I don't know if I can listen to Dado all day. I don't know if I can do that. I mean, we're basically married as it is. I call my other wife, so I guess I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that. Yep. I'm going to say it. And Kill Jam? Oh, that's a tough one, man. I don't know if I kill Jam or Dado. I'd probably kill Dado for being married to him. <laughs> so Jam, Jam gets off the hook. Yeah, Jam's off the hook. Yeah, Jam's off the hook. He's, you know, Jam taught me between Jam and Mr. B, they taught me just because it's an apocalypse doesn't mean you can't look good. You know, exactly. Matters. Exactly. It's not how well you play, it's how good you look playing. Absolutely. Although saying that, it's not quite as easy now with the new uh, with the new one ten update. Well, I say new; it's been out for a few months at this point. But with the insulation and stuff, depending mm. on the server you're playing on, you have to be very <laughs> careful of what clothing you wear, so you yeah. don't freeze your uh, unmentionables off. Yeah, you're wearing a giant poofy jacket, and you come across a really awesome military shirt, and you just go, "Too bad, I'm too cold. My nipples are rock hard. I gotta, I gotta get out of here. I gotta keep my poofy jacket." Yeah, I think some servers have different items at different uh, different insulation levels as well. So it doesn't seem to be, well, certainly from my experience anyway recently, it doesn't seem to be a, a uniform idea across all servers at this point. 
You know what the cool thing is though is that it's not everybody looks the same. You know, not everybody's yeah. wearing an M sixty five jacket and gorgeous yep. pants. You see guys walking around with snowball hats on and an SKS because they're just trying to keep their head warm. Yeah. Know? So it's in been, a way, it's, it's actually been nice that there's more items getting used. Namals it's been, it's has, been a game changer, given, like you said. Yeah, Namalsk has given uh, meaning to a lot of different items that have been worthless for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, what, what's what's your experiences uh, of Namalsk been so far? Have you sort of have you got to go and see the, you know, the event as it happens when you get knocked out up at Athena One? And have you, you know, what's your sort of what how have things gone with that compared to your your sort of vast knowledge of the game leading up to Namalsk? Namalsk has brought back feelings of early Daisy for me. And did you play is... the mod? So I started in, so yeah, I was a COD boy. You know, I mm -hmm. came over from Call of Duty. That's all I did on YouTube. That's what I streamed at first. And uh, uh, a guy, his name was Mr. Glock. He introduced me to Gold Glove and Daisy. Yep. So I started watching Goldie. And I've talked to Goldie, man. Brennan, he's such a cool dude. I've talked to him several times at uh, different Twitch parties and stuff. And, uh, you know, him and Vern, uh, one of the first things I remember is Vern on the uh, uh, Novo capitol building saying he's going to jump off and and brennan says if you try and jump him i'll shoot you in the leg but he misses and shot him right in the head <laughs> and uh that i mean i was hooked i was hooked on daisy and and the mouse brings that back to me it brings back the real rustic feeling yep. i i know that that's going to run out with how small that map is is yeah. the only problem yeah you know when it's new and fresh and you don't know where you're going but as soon as you figure out where you're going you realize how small that map is it you know it takes a lot of the unknown out of it uh, have you heard Chinaris, of the scene of three i've been playing Chinaris for five thousand hours and i still get lost in Chinaris. yeah have you heard of a thing of three i have not Okay, I won't spoil too much for you, but there is more to come um, with Namolsk. Uh, Sumrak, uh, the creator, put out a tweet, A1 plus A2 equals question mark. So everyone's thinking Athena 3. He's got a expansion coming to the map, so he's going to be adding more stuff to it, um, Ooh, yeah. to the lore of it. So don't they give up on it just yet. They better be paying that, man. I know this was an unofficial map, but they better be taking care of him because that game is in good hands with some. Yes, Yes, it is. He's done an amazing job. <clears throat> the best thing he's, is... He's brought a lot of people back to that game. Yeah. And he, he, he gave us a new way to play the game. One of the big challenges with DayZ is um, yeah, you, you don't value your character. The cold resistance um, or frost resistance was a stroke of genius. It gives you yeah. a reason to value a character's life beyond just vanity of how long your beard's gotten or something Soft like that. Soft skills. Soft skills. Imagine that. Yeah. And a soft skill that actually works. I was watching someone build a base uh, yesterday, um, and you've got the soft skill bar there. Part of it's repairing, part of it is um, harvesting resources. And he's chopping down trees and all the rest of it, and it would move a little bit, and then he would sharpen the tool again. It would move back the other way, so he was constantly stuck in the middle <laughs> and not seeing any oh, benefit. That's so Daisy. Oh, yeah. 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 That's a feature. Great feature. Great feature. We love the features of Daisy. <laughs> it's one of the few things I wish they would fix. That and zombies. I don't even care about the cars. I don't drive in Daisy because one, 
obviously, as we all know, driving just isn't quite what we would like it to be. And two, even if it was perfect, I'd still somehow manage to crash in the middle of the open where there's nothing around me, knowing my luck. So yeah. I just tend to just stick some of the two legs I was uh, I was born with. But I think I think inf- infected is is one of the things. But there's this. It's amazing to see how how far the game has come in the last couple of years, and then how how Adam Sumrak has seemed to have had such a positive impact on that, and then prepared it for Namalsk, and how Namalsk, like you say, has brought so many people back. I think if I wonder, I wonder whether if Adam hadn't had that that idea and dream of bringing Namalsk back whether or not the game would actually still be where it is now with the 110 update and the changes that came with that and because i think arguably where the game is in the best state it's been in in a very long time obviously there's still features there's still things that need ironing out but it's it's far from being that one fps in electro mess that mm-hmm. it was back when i first discovered the game back long before i could even play it I have an answer for your question if if Daisy would still be what it was without some right now. Go for it. That is not the right button. It was this button. How about new? Yeah, no. (laughs) Because a lot of what brought some of those bigger streamers in, which we all know how how important Twitch can be. Twitch isn't a make or break for a game, but it can be incredibly important for it. Namalsk has been a big part of that, bringing those those guys back. And I know that, uh, you know, uh, Shroud and uh, Summit and those guys, they also played on on Livonia. But between Livonia and Namalsk, every time Daisy releases new, good, usable content, the player numbers skyrocket. Yeah. The interest is still there by, by a lot. And and uh, Adam has just really tapped into some of that. And and if he's adding to to Namalsk, I, I mean, I'm going to be over the moon. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I remember I I think it was in it was either in his Discord or it was in Twitter where it did he did put something saying that there was going to be a content update. Uh, I think was it was like the third I think it was of December that he released Namalsk, and before Christmas, I think we already had like two updates for sort of fixes and mm-hmm. ironing out a few of the the little things that weren't quite what he wanted them so it says quite a lot about the guy the fact that he's the lead developer of the game in general and he's been able to do that to such a high level in his spare time says a hell of a lot about about him as a man but also about the game and who's at the forefront of it and, and the future for the game you know when brian was there you know and i've I've talked with brian a lot and Mm -hmm. uh you know when hicks was there he he loved daisy and that's incredibly important and when he left i'm not saying the people that were left there didn't love daisy i know they love daisy but the passion that hicks had for that game was really unmatched by maybe only other than dean and that's what that's what some has his he wants daisy to be all that it can be you know and and he's going to do what he can to help make that happen and that's so important for people like us that like playing that game yeah yeah i think if if it wasn't for him i i think a lot of people would have would have already kind of put daisy on the back burner a bit i think people would have sort of gone well it's not not a lot's going on. I don't know how much I really enjoy this game. I think he's with the mouse and with the with the direction he's taken the game in general. 
I think it's definitely it's definitely added something. It's kind of reinvigorated the community. I mean, we recently hit like an all time. I think it was actually the all time highest player count on yeah. PC. You know, since its release in 2013. Um, so, I mean, that that just I think that that fact alone speaks volumes. We've just been Absolutely. joined by Gravity Wolf. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well, my friends. I just came in for my weekly. I love you guys. <laughs> Thank you so so much, mate. Gravity Wolf um, LP is one of the guys behind the Vanilla Plus Plus servers. Um, probably the best deathmatch servers if you've ever tried them. <clears throat> I've heard the name. Yeah, he's a bit of a modding uh, genius as well. Uh, one of our regulars yeah, here. Call me that. <laughs> but thank you. And uh, he's also a butcher. He's also a man after your own heart, LP. He's a butcher by trade. He's now working um, in IT, but um, yeah, he's he's the man if you have any uh, butcher questions. Ooh, he, a man who likes to rub butts like I do? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Chicken, beef. Pork, yeah, I dig it, man. Uh, Brim, uh, Gravity, Brim says that he wants you to mod in wiener socks like scum. <laughs> <laughs> And I want all different colors like the Chinese finger traps. That can be linked together with somebody else. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's um it's it's interesting that Sumrack has um brought so much life back to the game because I know there was um a lot of people questioning um the direction he was taking the game in the past. The, you know, more the hardcore survival. Yeah, you know, everyone knows one of his favorite games is The Long Dark, which is a very hardcore survival game. Um and Hell his, yeah it is. His Nemolsk um, is more hardcore than what people were used to. But it proved that despite the fact that the majority of people play on your high loot, you know, one million times servers, McMansions everywhere and all the rest of it, there is an audience for the hardcore style of DayZ, which it, it, it tickled my heart, made me very happy. <clears throat> Absolutely. No, it's been fantastic to see Brim. He's he's really brought a good direction to the game. Yeah, I mean, I just before Namask was was coming out, obviously he hyped it so well as well. I think we've mentioned on the podcast before oh. how the the marketing leading up to Namask's release was it was a stroke of genius, you know. And for a long time, and it's still still to the point this to this day, I, I tend to spend most of my time on Daisy lone wolf in it just running around enjoying myself just keeping myself to myself i've usually got some a youtube video or a, a film or something on and i'm just running if i'm not streaming i'm just running around you know just dicking about doing my own thing and it's weird how something like namask see it seems so insignificant but it's had such a massive impact on on the the community as a whole. Like it 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 made me actually enjoy Daisy a lot more because I knew that there wasn't going to be that that same. Oh, I'm just going to log on to Chernaris. Oh, I'm going to fucking I'm going to spawn on the coast. I'm going to run up through Electro. I'm going to do the Topolka down to Steroy run. I'm going to get shot in the face at Steroy, and then I'm going to do it all over again. That didn't. That wasn't a thing with Namask. You know, Namask changed that. So I think having that really, you know, I'm nothing special. If I, if I feel that way, and if it had that effect on me, I can imagine it probably had that effect on a few people. Agreed. And probably, you know, probably a few people did sort of go or were at that sort of end bit where they're like, I don't know if I really 
want to play Daisy anymore. And then suddenly Sumrak just goes, oh, guys, by the way, you've got like a month and the mouse is out. Yep, and then yep. all of a sudden it was out, two updates, highest player count in history. And, and he just released just these mad. things that no one knew about, like the orb and then yeah. you know, the teleportation and, and the storms and um, the lore that he released, you know, finding those little packages with, with notes and that in there. How good has that yeah. been, LP? Yeah, it's been fantastic. I definitely read every single word of those. Yeah. Do you think they should become they're, canon they're for Daisy? Way, way too. You talking about the Intel folders? Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I I'm not a reader. Okay. I not that I can't read, but it is definitely not one of my favorite things to do. And uh, I have definitely not read through those. Those are there's a lot there. But I bet you, I bet you that adds a lot to the lore, though. You know, mm. I really should. I should tell chat to be patient. And I'm gonna take two and a half hours to read through this one Intel. And, <laughs> and you know. Yeah, I think it's the little the little trinkets, you know, definitely add up a lot. So what have you got coming up, mate? Anything we should be keeping our eyes open for? Oh, gosh. I mean, uh, I'll be streaming on Monday and Tuesday. and went, No, not really, man. I just, you know, I don't really get too far ahead of myself. I don't really, I don't really plan that much. I just kind of wing it. And if people show up to hang out and laugh, then that's good enough for me, you know, as long yep. as... Uh, at least once in a while, we add in some some new friends, some new new viewers, and some new community members. Uh, I'm a pretty happy guy. I'm pretty easy to please. Well, I've shared your uh, Twitter and your Twitch in my chat, um, and I'm certain Brim will do the same uh, with his viewers tonight, mate. Uh, but you said you had about half an hour or so, and I think we've already kept you for an hour already, mate. Yeah, man, I got to check out my meat. <laughs> LP, thank you so, so much for um, uh, spending some time with us today, mate. You're an absolute legend of the DayZ community uh, and a very positive person as well. You know, you're the, the sort that we love on the show. Um, you're just a meaty boy, uh, zombie is calling you in chat. <laughs> I like that. I'll take it. That's boy. a compliment. That is a compliment. Um, make sure you share some photos of your uh, smoke today, mate. I love watching them. I will do, guys. Uh, I appreciate you thinking of me, having me on, and uh, I hope uh, you all have a great rest of your weekend. We will, my friend. We will. All the best. Brim, I'll let you say goodbye. I know you're a massive fan. Yeah, it was a pleasure. It was an absolute pleasure, LP, and I uh, hope to see you again sometime soon. Definitely not the last, guys. I appreciate it. Definitely. All the best, mate. And I'll um, arrange also for someone from the uh, creator server to send you a message so they can fill you in and you can make a decision on whether you want to join in the shenanigans as well. That sounds great, guys. Too easy, buddy. All the best. All right. Have a good one. And we are not done, folks. We've got a whole agenda tonight of topics to be talking about. Uh, we do. Here we got go. some pretty. Uh, I would like to point out as well that we have managed to 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 sort of cultivate, if you like, this week. Whilst there's been some small negative things here or there, nothing major. We seem to have managed to keep quite a positive and quite a light-hearted uh, agenda this week as well. Yes. There's quite a lot of really cool things happening at the moment. Yep. Uh, I think to the point where not even we couldn't even fit them all into one agenda and we're having to carry some over to, to mm. next week. So, so we've got... Um, thank you very much for the uh, gift subs just then, LP. Really, really appreciate it, mate. 
but <clears throat> we've got something that's been brought up. Um, so we can probably kill two topics here, uh, Brim. Um, the uh, one number nine, the OTV Rust server, uh, we'll come to in a second. But everyone's um, been tweeting about the success of all these streamers doing uh, drops with um, with Rust. Yes. Now, <clears throat> I did actually ask um, uh, the dev team. And they said, at the moment, it's not possible with DayZ, just the way it's set up. But it's something that they are keeping an eye on. Um, so, yeah, I know it'd be great if we would be able to um, do it, but it's not um, something that I didn't think it was going to be possible. Like, how could they do it? Bro? No, I don't know. That's the thing. I mean, I'm the least qualified person to, to ask that as well, really, because I know fuck all about that sort of thing. But, I mean, I mean, Call of Duty had them when... when Call of Duty with Warzone, everything first came out. They had drops on. Rust has had them. A couple of games have had them here or there, and they've worked really well. But I think with the way that date, like you said, with the way Daisy set up and the way it works, I don't see it working because you don't have any one specific unless it unless it's just going to be vanilla only. You don't mm. have any one specific server or one character that carries across to every server. Obviously, if I was to join one of the blue waffle servers right now get a character going once i log out i can join a different server but it'd be a completely different fresh character so what would happen then to the stuff that i get from that from those drops it would have to in theory be vanilla only yeah and when you've got such a massive portion of the player base that doesn't touch vanilla with a 10 foot barge pole such as myself the only time i ever play vanilla is when experimentals released and then because it's just it's a quick and easy stream title for me i can literally because i'm shit when it comes to titles and i'm shit with streaming in general so as soon as there's a new experimental update for the next big patch it's such like first day bang there you go look 1.11 update is coming out soon i'm on the experimental there you go bang so quick and easy i don't have to think about it mm. so you know it's i i would love to see it i'm on i'm in the same boat as you and everyone else i would love to see drops but i can't see it happening the only thing i can see happening in regards to it is something similar to what uh, rudy's just put in your chat um ea style loot boxes obviously oh, not the don't. pay to win version don't not the pay to win version obviously a curse on you but, don't say that but, but things like no things like you know like you, you go around in all these battle royale games you go around you find chests full of loot something like that perhaps could work but even then there's not really a need for that because mm. with the modding community and with the game as it is that would i think that would detract from the survival because if you're a if you're a fresh spawn and you've just spawned you know right outside kamishovo so you go straight to the police station and there's a fucking massive chest in there that's got an ak with enough gun you know enough mags and ammo to last year some food and what you know and a bandage or two then you've already got the leg up on the next person and I think that's not really what Daisy is. I think that would be a step in the wrong direction for it. So how are they doing it in Rust? Like uh, someone's just said there, unless they did a skin or something to a gun, that's probably about the only way that I can think of is that they add a mechanic to the game that yeah. when you start, you put your shirt in your hand and an option comes up to change skin to custom item one, custom item two or something like that. That's about the only yeah. way I can think of for this 
I think that's pretty much how Rust has it from from what I've seen. Like I, say, I haven't. I've only put an extra hour or two maybe into Rust in the last week since I re-downloaded it. But with the drops I've been on and I've I've unlocked a bunch of drops, and it is literally just like a a skin for a gun. But you still have to go and find that gun, and it's the same with you know it's it's like a different style of t-shirt but again you have to go and find that t-shirt or get that t-shirt or buy it at a trader or because rust has that similar thing with daisy and that it's got its vanilla but it's also got its modded and community servers so it's yeah it's it's not it's not going to give you any sort of pay to win or in this case watch to win and get your drops to win um but yeah i like I say, I would love to see it for Daisy, but I don't know. I don't see how they could possibly implement it, given the way that Daisy actually plays. Because, like I say, there's no, there's no one character that carries over to every server. If they had it where there was that one character that you had, no matter what server you're on, and it's persistent across all servers, vanilla, modded, everything, then I think it could start working. But I think since i don't imagine that's going to become a thing for daisy anytime soon i i don't see drops becoming a thing in daisy for quite some time so the shroud hoodie would be through a mod and you use a repair bench to skin the item so if they had modders allow it then it's possible but not for vanilla alone that's actually interesting exactly. yeah okay you take it to those um workbenches and you can reskin the item yeah that's yeah. Um, so what is drops? No, uh, drops, twinkle toes are basically, um, if, if we had drops enabled on this, just you being here watching me would add a random chance for you to receive something if you've got your Twitch account linked with your Steam account um, yeah. or whatever. And items are randomly sent to your account um, just by watching the viewer. It can be just, usually it's just like skinned items and um, it really became famous with um, Escape from Tarkov when they did it um, yes. and blew up massively, absolutely blew up. Yeah. I think the difference though with Tarkov is watching Hellfire and he with him doing it because he, he would have like 10 tabs open in Chrome. I'd go to his house and he would, and I'd just be like, "Fucking hell, mate! You got you're a bit busy on Chrome, are you?" And he'd have he'd literally have ten tabs open, and they'd all be different escape from Tarkov streamers with drops enabled. But he would the difference being is in Tarkov is you would get items that were actually useful, so you could get a gun, or you could get like what they something called a GP coin, which is like a, a special item which you go and sell for a very high reward, kind of like you get with Daisy with modded. You get like the uh, gold nuggets and things like that and you can take them mm -hmm. to a trader and that gold nugget could be worth say ten thousand rubles for example you know things like that <clears throat> it worked in that similar way but i think that specifically the way that worked in tarkov with the items you would get i think wouldn't work particularly well in daisy because imagine you jump onto a server modded or otherwise you don't know that drops exist so you just jump on, you start fresh in, you know, in Cherno or whatever, like anyone else. But then the next guy in the next town over, he's been watching drops. He's managed to gather himself an AK and he's managed or he's managed to gather himself a special item and run straight to the trader and make 10 grand. You're still fighting it out on the coast, trying not to get battered by zombies. It's, you know, once you introduce that, that I think that would have a negative impact on the community because at that point you think, well, why the fuck am I running around like a headless chicken getting battered by zombies when I could just log out, whack a Twitch stream on, 
and then go and have a shower, go and make myself a, a, a drink, come back, and then an hour later, oh, shit, I've already got something in my inventory. I didn't have to do anything for it. You know, it, it kind of, I don't think it would work <clears throat> that well in Daisy. And um, it doesn't show up in your inventory in-game, Twinkletoes. It shows up in your Steam library inventory um, as an item that you've received. So I don't know whether you can trade them um, you know, with some of the PUBG stuff um, that you've received through uh, promotions they've done. You can't actually trade them. Um, not tradable, not marketable. Uh, but that would all depend on the game. So, yeah. But if you've got it, then you have the ability to equip it however that mechanic works. So it's it's a damn clever idea. Like yeah. the idea of Twitch drops is fucking genius. And whoever came up with that idea and the people that coded that need a fucking raise. They need and they need a hearty handshake because it's a, such a clever idea. I mean, I looking at someone like Sacriel that, that LP mentioned earlier. Obviously, he was he was playing uh, Rust the other week. Like normally, no matter what game he plays, he would sit somewhere between four and five thousand concurrent viewers. But he was playing Rust, and he had like twenty five, thirty thousand. So you've got a lot of sh- these these drops work well for us as streamers because if you've got drops enabled on your channel, you're gonna get that. Ex- you're in theory gonna get that extra viewership. And you, you still have that thing of, right, well, I could have, you know, 500 people watching me, but out of that 500, how many are actually going to follow? How many are going to sub? How many are going to come back yep. once the drops are no longer enabled? But at least it's giving that extra chance, that opportunity where there is a chance that because I've got 500 people watching me that wouldn't normally, suddenly I've been discovered by two or three, you know? Yeah. So there's always that, there's that chance. So it is a very good thing. But like I say, I don't see it. I don't see it ever, in theory, working for Daisy. No. I would love for it to work. I would love for for, for someone somewhere to figure out how. But I just I don't see it happening anytime soon. Um. Okay. So we'll jump to number nine then. The OTV Rust server. Um. <clears throat> will Erno and Inclement Dab have the same success? Now I linked to a video. Um. How basically it's a channel called Esports Talk, and they talk in there right. about how offline TV used Rust to dominate Twitch. The numbers that they are getting watching this game are absolutely insane. Oh yeah, yeah. Like any time I go onto onto Twitch now, if you go browse like by game category, viewers high to low, Rust is at the top. And it has been for a little while now. And it's really good to see. It's absolutely phenomenal to see a, a good game like Rust getting that that level of attention again. Mm. As for the question as to whether Erno and Inclements serve for Daisy could work, absolutely. I think it could work. But it's gonna it's gonna be I don't know how they're gonna do it. I don't because I I haven't spoken to either of them about it. So I don't know what their thoughts are, what their plans are. All I've seen is what anyone else can see publicly that in the discord or on their Twitters where they've spoken about it. So I, I, I've joined it. I've seen, I've joined it now. Yeah. I've joined the discord. Um, but from, from what I can tell it's, and I hate to say it, but it kind of seems like it's basically the day one servers with a different, name to it 
you know, you're going to, in effect, you know, because you're going to have that same thing, or I hope they can figure where they don't have the same thing, where in the early days of day one, it was right. We know Smoke's opened these servers. He's going to be playing on it. Shroud's come back. We know he's playing on it. Lax is playing to however many thousands of people. We know he's on that server. So we're going to go on and see if we can get our five minutes of fame, you know, messing about and, and annoying Lax or annoying Smoke or insert name of streamer here. And you get these fanboys, hence why it was always such a high pop with such a high queue. So I'm hoping that that's not the the, the direction that, that Dab and Erno's server goes in. But they're I keeping a close eye on everyone. They're going to be keeping a close eye on everyone. They're and I think people who are in that latter category um, will be weeded out quite quickly, and I hope so, Yeah. Um, because I really do want this to succeed. I have my uh, fears as well, but looking at, you know, obviously we don't have the likes of XQC and bloody Pokimane and all the rest of them lined up to jump on a DayZ server, but amongst the DayZ community, there's a potential here to create something truly amazing, um, and I really yeah. want them to succeed. And I thought about it. Initially, I'd said I wouldn't, but I said, fuck it. I can't help it succeed if I don't join it myself. So I said, fuck it. I'm just going to yeah. join it and try to do what I can to help them succeed. Because, you know, you, you've worked on a server now. I've got my own server. There's a lot of work goes into it. So oh, yeah. rather than sitting back sniping from afar, I'm going to jump in, fucking get my hands dirty and do what I can to help them make this server uh, be amazing. Sadly, as yeah. Scale Speed has just said, though, drama brings views. Um, yeah. And I, I do worry. I do worry. But I hope people can pull their big boy and girl panties on and um, realise that they could create a, um, something fucking amazing and be part of it um, to the benefit of everyone or... They could be selfish and just think of themselves. And I hope people think of the former and not the latter. Yeah. And I think the difference between between me and you and them as well is that what me and you have done with our respective servers, although not, not me so much because I'm more of the, the backstage help than the main focal of it, but is, is we haven't tried to do anything specifically majorly different. You know, we, we've done we've added mods to our servers that make things a little bit different and kind of sculpt them in our own image in a way and what we would like to see. Yeah. But what they're doing is a whole nother kettle of fish, so to speak. Not that I know where the fuck that saying come from now to speak of it, because who the fuck puts a fish in a kettle? But at the end of the day, they're doing something that's way beyond what we've tried to do. So they're going to have a lot harder time dealing with what they've got to deal with with that than we would with our servers but at the same time, you look at it and you think you've got names like Erno and Inclement Dab at the helm. Yep. You know, they're almost, it's, I don't want to hype it a little bit too much, but they're almost guaranteed to succeed because you've got those two names, not just because of their names and what those names represent in the community, but because of who those people are as people with their knowledge of the game, with their knowledge of coding and how things work if anyone's going to get it working and working well, it's going to be them. So I think it's going to be a case of only time will tell. Um, but I've got my, I've got my fingers crossed hoping that, you know, something really good comes out of it. And I think what we need to do as the podcast ourselves is see if at some point in the near future, we can get them both on to talk about it, talk yeah. about their plans, promote it for them a bit and find <clears throat> out more from them, what they want to see and what they're, you know, what they want doing with that server. 
um, so that we can get a better idea and then more content creators that have already signed up to it can get of an idea of what's expected of them once they get on the server mm-hmm. because I know they've spoken in their Discord that base building is going to be a, a thing that you can do but there's obviously there's going to be some people that aren't base builders. You're going to get some people that are your PvP, run yep. straight to a military base, grab a gun, and you know put hot lead into the first thing they see. So there's going to be a bit of a, a weird dynamic, I think, where you're going to get guys who are wanting to build a base and raid a base, and then another set of group of people who are going to be your PvE players that don't want to mess about with any of that, just want to survive and have interaction. And then another separate sub-group sub of people, if you will, that are just going to want to shoot everything. So I, I hope those those all those different entities don't clash too much on those servers, because otherwise it is going to suddenly devolve into that drama-getting-views side of things where, you know... Imagine you're you're someone who's who's spent twelve hours running around the game with a couple of friends who are also content creators. You've built a nice little base. You fought off a little bit of PvP to get some of the materials to build your base, but then suddenly, insert name of PvP streamer here, you know, turns up with his three or four friends that are into the same thing, and they just shoot the shit out of you you're going to get a bit frustrated you're not going to want to play that server so much anymore. So you're yeah. going to go out and find a different server that, you know, that caters to your play style a bit better. So there's going to be judging by the list of, of names of people who are in that discord already, there's going to be a lot of clashes of play styles. So it'll be very interesting to see how that unfolds. People are going to need to be uh, very professional um, and realise it's not personal um, and that is something I learned a while back um, that just because your story got ruined doesn't mean someone else's got ruined. That Your death may have, or your torture or whatever, may have made someone else's story great and sometimes you've got to take one for the team. It might suck, but so be it. Yeah, and I mean, you look at the list of the people that are already in that Discord and you see a lot of names that you never see together. You see, yep. you see a lot of names of you know. You see guys like like Minder and other members of the Karma crew who don't usually you don't see them put together with Boydie, with Brimstone, with various other Uncle Ray Ray, various other names, you know, because the play styles are too different. You know, we we don't you know, and that's nothing against them in any way. You know, that's nothing against Minder or the Karma Crew or anyone else. Their play style's their play style. They're very good at it. Carry on. But there's a reason you don't see me suddenly, you don't see me putting out a YouTube video saying bumped into Minder in, you know, at Northwest and this is what happened. Because that's never likely to happen because we don't play on the same servers. We don't have the same play style. So now you're going to have that situation where you've got Brimstones running around on this server minders running around on the server two different play styles clash mm-hmm. how's that going to pan out you know so uh, and those names my name minders name they're interchangeable to anyone's name essentially you know yes yeah. but at the same time i think that kind of is maybe hopefully is going to be part of the charm of that yes. server because yep. you're going to have a lot of people like minder and myself that are going to play on that server who are two very different people with very different play styles if i bump into minder I'm perfectly happy to play his play style and try something different. And I would hope the same from someone like him to me as well. Maybe maybe he puts down his gun and, and helps me grow some food for everyone, you know, and does things differently. And it, 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 
there's a chance for a different stories to be told that aren't stories that you've seen before. Yeah. There's a chance that, I mean, imagine, imagine you log into YouTube tomorrow and suddenly mind has uploaded a 20 minute video and he doesn't kill a single person. Doesn't even raise a gun in the whole of that video. That's going to be something that you've never seen before. Yep. So that's going to create some excitement. There's potential for a lot of amazing uh, collabs to come out of yeah. this. I think that's going to be the biggest thing as well, is there's going to be so many more collaborations between streamers that wouldn't normally collaborate. I think it's opening up the door for a lot more people to have a much better time. And it's going to allow for for more different, like you say, different people to meet up, have those collaborations and sort of kind of like how Soma mentioned uh, on the podcast last week when when he originally started working at Twitch. Because of what he had done with the Survivor Games, he was creating that sense of community. And that's why Twitch wanted to hire him, because he had done something mm-hmm. with Survivor Games with the guys that Twitch had not been able to do up until that point. Yeah, Maybe this server will be will be the, the you know, to use a metaphor, the Survivor Games of the current day, where, you know, you've got that, that that thing that suddenly does something that we haven't been able to do or see in Daisy yet in creating all these collaborations between these streamers, YouTubers, whatever, and it creates something completely different that that you know launches people that little bit further forward. Maybe yep. even takes a few people and launches them to the levels of Running Man's and Smoke. You know, we we could see that, and it's it's an exciting prospect that we could see something really really interesting like that come up very soon. Now, the next point, um, and I don't know why, but I didn't put a link in there, but I saw on Facebook that someone is making a thermal scope for DayZ. Have you seen that, Brim? Um, I had, yeah. Well, it wasn't until, I think it was Wee Devil mentioned it in the admin chat or something a few mm. days back. He said something about, oh, he hadn't seen a lot, but he had seen some thermal scope things. So I did I did type in on Steam thermal scope under the DayZ uh, workshop, and there is a, a thermal scope mod there and it looks really fucking interesting for what it is you know i think it's got it's still a work in progress but it should be very interesting if they can get a proper decent working thermal scope in daisy like that'll be a really interesting thing to see so the video i saw was a bit more in depth than um this um yeah Yeah, the video I saw was a bit more in-depth than what you just see on the Steam page as mm. well, but I can't remember where I saw the video. No, I think it was on but Facebook, it, so I that's why possibly. I couldn't get a link to it. Yeah, I think that might be it, because I've noticed that the, the Daisy standalone Facebook group itself, does not, ev- not every post that's put up has the ability for you to just share it and copy a link and things like you do with so many other things. Um, but yeah, the video I saw, hopefully it's the same video you saw and I'm not hallucinating somewhere, but it showed um, it showed that there was actually, you know, there was like that like grey scope, but then different items, like living items like cows and, and living beings with heat yeah. signatures actually showed up quite brightly, which looked really, really cool. And I think that that could add a whole new dynamic. I'm thinking more in terms of content creation it'll add something new to uh, to a youtube video you think of guys like minder who you know i keep bringing him up but guys like that who are you know and toprek who are very very good at the pvp side of daisy 
you know, you suddenly log into YouTube and you see that one of those guys has uploaded a video saying, you know, using the new thermal scope in Daisy to kill a squad, for example, you know, how quickly are you going to click that video? Even if you cannot stand PVP, you're going to click that video relatively quickly, I would have thought. I know I certainly would. Yeah, give me a sec. I think... Oh, no. I think I just found the link to it. Um, I think yep, I it. saw the video in the Facebook group, but... So I've got a couple of remember. images, not the video, um, but... <clears throat> Blackout. Can you uh, share, uh, share your screen in Discord? Bada-boom, bada-bing. Remember how to do this again. No, it's not the actual video, but it's just a couple of posts. Um, yeah. Look at that, though. It's literally got the different colored heat signatures on that player body as well. It's like mm. the red denotes part of the body on the head and things like that. I was really hoping to find the actual uh, video, though, because the video was very cool to watch. Yeah, I can't remember. Well, like I say, I can't remember if it was if the video was on the Steam Workshop or where at the time and has now been removed, or whether I did see the video on Facebook. And I remember seeing the same video you saw, but mm. I just don't remember where I saw it. I mean, there's a link there, that Kristen Nicole one that has got a link to a Discord there, so I'm assuming that that it'll be in a, in a Discord. There'll probably be some some stuff. So it might be worth looking into over the next week or so before the next episode joining some discords and seeing what we can find but yeah the way it's a it's a damn cool idea and it's it's another one of those things where and there seems to be a lot of this now where the modding community has taken things to such another um another level that you kind of a new thing gets released and you kind of think well yeah why wasn't that released already but at the same time you look at it and go fuck that's clever mm -hmm. and it is weird juxtaposition if you're not sure why wasn't it already thought done but also yeah it's it's like it's really cool and i'm glad it is being done now you shared uh baby nose tweet did i the infected I in daisy really hold the game back they are a glitchy mess yes. and have never been fun to fight i think if they fast walk instead of sprint only went down to headshots by melee or gunner their numbers were increased drastically then they could they would be light years better yeah yeah pretty much i agree with 100 percent of what baby nays tweeted there i think we, we mentioned it earlier with uh with lp and we've mentioned it many times on the podcast in the past that the infected in daisy they're they're either not a threat at all or they're a fucking ginormous threat that you cannot fight because they feature themselves through a wall or a door in great numbers you know so i mean i've i've noticed in the last couple of weeks playing i will purposefully go and fight a zombie now to see whether or not it works because the amount of times i will swing a melee weapon at a zombie's head 
and it has no effect but then i don't actually change i don't move my mouse and i just hit the exact same spot and it hits them in the head and takes them out it's so it's so it is so featurey, if you will, that you know there's the the actual melee combat itself is is in need of a little bit of work, but specifically in regards to the infected, you know, like like Baby Nate says, they're a glitchy mess, and mm-hmm. if they if they fast walked instead of sprinted, you know, you'd be you'd be able to run. I mean, you're still able to run away from them quite easily now, anyway, depending on the server you play on, whether you're vanilla or modded. You know, if you've got infinite stamina on a modded server zombies are nothing you can just run away from them regardless but you know having having them then only be able to be taken down by headshots which is let's be honest historically in all movies and films for the last hundred years is is pretty much exactly how zombies are taken out you know it, it makes sense to have them to just tweak them slightly make it so that they're not running through closed locked doors or going through walls Make it so that you know they are—they're a little bit stronger in the sense that they can only be killed with headshots. But then have it so that they're actually they work go. slightly differently. Yeah, there you go. Is that it, is Rudy? Cheap sod who's make that video needs to activate Windows as well. So yeah, that was the video on the um, uh, thermal scope. As you can see, they uh, really stand out, and yeah, <clears throat> I think I think that that could look a little bit like it could be a bit overpowered. Yeah, I think that might be one reason why we haven't seen things like that, and we only have like one or two uh, night vision scopes in the game. I mean, we've got obviously got the vanilla one, that big black fucking thing that sits on the top of AKs. That's horrendous to use and then you've got one or two modded ones that are quite nice but that that seems to be like you know a thermal scope like that to to show up that well or like imagine you're you're on sniper hill overlooking vmc on a on a server that's got 110 people on it you're hidden with a ghillie suit in a bush no one knows you're there but you've got an, a, a big ass fucking scope like that that can see a million miles away and show up only things that are like players' bodies and things like that and heat signatures like that. You've suddenly you've got a massive advantage. And if you're playing modded and you have one of those scopes on something like a big fifty cal rifle, it's game. You, you know, if you, if you're on the receiving end of that, it's game over. You know, and that that would be a very frustrating thing to try and fight against. Yeah, so it, it it's it's probably going to be one of those things where you know there'll be some servers that will go all in, and every man and his dog will be running around with a thermal, and then there'll be other servers where there'll be one, um, and it will be you know highly sought after and protected, and each of their own. Yeah. I, I'm personally not a fan. Um, I think it, it's too much of a um, uh, advantage to whoever's got it, but. Um, I know, that's just the way I play. If other people uh, want to um, use it, go for gold. Have fun with it. Um, either way, it's a very clever mod, um, and I think a lot of people are looking forward to it based on the comments we saw on the Facebook post for it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's got a lot of hype around it, 
but I find theory and reality tend to be two very different things. In theory, it's a fantastic new mod that I'm very excited, and I hope you know, hope it does get released and and that the the modders you know get some success with it. You yeah, know, fair dues to them. But on the other side, in reality, would it actually work in Daisy? You know, and like you say, it's going to be based server to server. Like mm-hmm. some servers are going to be great for it, other servers just will not work for it i think it will work really well on like a pve server where hunting is more of a like a hardcore pve where hunting is more of a you know has more of an importance laid on it rather than a pvp server but at the same time it's kind of you kind of think it's well it's kind of designed for a pvp anyway but yeah at the same time it'd be a little bit too powerful for pvp i think so i think there's going to be a few tweaks that are going to be needed before uh you know before yeah. we know for certain whether it's going to be a a particularly good mod but yeah back to baby nades um post um i definitely agree the, the infected need a lot of work um but that's one key thing that people need to remember is um i know we all call them zombies but technically the, the law of daisy is they're not zombies they're actually just infected people with like a rage virus um so the the old headshot argument um does kind of get a bit uh, weakened by that when you consider that they're not mythical creatures they're just people with a rage virus um that is yeah Yeah. causing them to be a bit munted yeah i mean but again when you look at uh, at films and tv and you look at things like the 28 days later film and and i think they then did 28 weeks later as well which was horrendous possibly the worst sequel to any film ever Mm -hmm. um you know those were though you know in 28 days later it was it was humans infected by the rage virus by a weaponized version of the rate of, of rage and even in that even in that film it was you know one headshot took those rage infected humans down because yeah. at the end of the day the human body cannot possibly function without some brain function and historically throughout the lore of of zombies and infected in films and tv you know they've still got that little that basic instinct in their brain to survive to 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 eat and to you know and to go down that route so i think they kind of need to still follow that same premise that at the end of the day they're not zombies they are infected people but they still have that same basic headshots need function. to be rewarded better than they currently are with infected um yeah, yeah. if you get um yeah at least um, obviously, you know, with a 22, um, uh, unless you get a really good, uh, well, the, the brain is a pretty big thing, but people can survive a, um, a bullet to the head, uh, but oh, yeah. a couple of nine mil rounds to the head and they should drop. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the inconsistency with it is, is one of the biggest issues with, with the infected is that, you know, you could shoot one zombie with a, with a, with a five, five, six from your M4 right in the head and it will drop in one hit. Mm-hmm. But then you do that to the next zombie that aggro to that first gunshot and it takes two shots to take him down because that first shot doesn't quite do, you know, quite what you expected it to do because it had done it for the first. So I think there needs to be some some consistency. Primal brain function. That's why they run like apes, Kaiser saying in chat. Um, yeah, and it <clears> makes <throat> sense. It makes sense. They've got they've still got that little bit of brain left, just yeah. enough to keep them upright and moving forward and looking for their next meal, that basic animal survival instinct, which you should be able to completely remove like that with a bullet. 
Now, another tweet you shared, uh, Brim, um, our mate BWOD99 started feeling a little feverish today and the poor bugger went and got tested and got diagnosed with COVID. Yet another person in the community uh, gets it. But thankfully, I do have an update because yep. he, he was in my he was in my chat earlier and he said uh, it was quite mild, feeling much better already. So it looks like he's he's basically on the mend. He only caught a little a little tail piece of the uh, of the virus, so nothing to uh, nothing to worry about. But either way, obviously we uh, we wish him a speedy recovery. And my mate Moonshine is still recovering. Um, he got um, COVID um, last year. Um, but obviously those who know him know that he's got a few other health issues as well. He's had a really rough run of it, but him and his family are all recovering. Um, still trying to work out how the fuck they got it, um, but yeah, um, he's uh, coming along okay as well at the moment, it seems. He was in chat earlier, so yeah, big shout out to Moonshine as well. Get well soon, buddy. Absolutely. Um, Inclement Dab, what did he share? Oh, we were talking about cars before. <laughs> when you look both ways across the road but forget you live in Cherneris. I love this. It's brilliant. Dipper Dipper Lorsky. I, uh, mate, he is absolutely on fire at the moment in Clement Dab. Yeah, we talked about between, uh, last week, I think, between him and Jacob Mango, there's nothing that they're not involved in in Daisy. But in Clement Dab, is just gone into full psycho mode. He's putting these hilarious little clips out. Um, I'm going to put a link to his uh, tweet in chat, but definitely follow this guy, folks. Not only is he a you know, idiot savant of bloody modding, um, the stuff he does is... I had someone, another modder, just telling me the other day that they said to him an idea they had, and within an hour or two, he came back to him with a working draft of it. Um, that obviously yeah. needed a lot of fine-tuning, but the guy is just absolutely insane. Um, yeah, the guy is ridiculously good at what he does. And it's, it's th- this specific video it hit home for me because I still to this day look both ways before crossing the road in Daisy. I don't do it in real life and it's very nearly killed me on multiple occasions recently, but in the game, I still, I could be full tilt fucking infinite stamina sprinting towards a road. And I will always hit alt on my keyboard to lock my character in one position and use it just to look, do that with the head with the, my character's head and look each way as I'm approaching a road. So I know I can definitely run across it to this day. I don't know why maybe I'm just an idiot, but yeah, it's to see, to see my, my gameplay style brought to life in that video and how it quite often ends is, yeah. uh, is always brilliant. And Gravity Wolf has shared another account that Inclement Dab has with Dancer Jesus, uh, their meme account, which is basically a parody of the Daisy account, as it says in the description. Yeah. Hey, survivors, we heard your concerns about cars becoming uncontrollable and starting to fly. To solve this issue, we will be adding wings as an attachable item in 1.11. It's just just brilliant. Um, I've, I've, I've seen the account and I've uh, I've liked and retweeted a couple of the uh, the tweets from it, but I didn't realise that it was uh, that it was Dab and that lot that uh, that were behind it. But people it are falling for it. 
Yeah, we've got someone here. What about the Tundra? Can you make it say if you're holding left trigger, the gun don't reload until you let... And then people pointing out this is a um, parody account. And yeah, <laughs> not funny. I just want the cars. The fact that people don't realise. The fact that people don't take that... If you scroll up to the top of that page, it literally shows that it's not even got... Like, if you go onto their actual page... Yeah. Daisy parody account run by Inclement Dab and Dance of Jesus. Yeah. And the... The Twitter tag itself isn't even real. I know they've got an official, like a proper Daisy, you know, pictures there and everything for their for their display picture or whatever. But it's so obvious just seeing some of the tweets they've put out that it's not Daisy. I granted I fell for it at first with one of them, but then I read it again and went, no, actually that's quite clearly parody. Clicked on it, and went, oh look, it actually says parody. The fact that people are falling for that. It doesn't fill me full of confidence for humankind's survival, if I'm honest. <laughs> but no, he's just... I've actually spoken to him because um, Smoke is uh, wanting to really uh, know what he's getting into with the interview, so it might take some time for him. So I've actually uh, reached out to Inclement Dab, and I'm looking at doing a spotlight interview on him because he's just a fascinating yes. individual. Uh, yeah. yeah you, you look at his Twitter account... Um, and you know the guy worked at fucking uh, SpaceX, um, so he's. He, I think he'd just be absolutely amazing to talk to and find out. And he's only twenty two. Yeah, I love that. All back, opinions belong to, to my imaginary friends. <laughs> but again, you, you look at his age, and it's it comes back to that we mentioned before. You know, guys like Rav plays when we had him on the podcast. Mm -hmm. I think he had just turned nineteen or something. Yep. You know, you look at uh, Ben Fruit, you know, the guy's, I think he's, what, 20, Not 21? 19. There you go, he's 19 as well, you know, and you, and I know people don't like the name mentioned, but um, Milo, the average sniper, when, when, when we covered the yep. whole drama stuff around him originally, I think he mentioned on the podcast or in, or in the interview you did with him that he was, um, he's like 20, 21. Something and you've like got that, all yeah. these young, all these young guys that are, you know, some of them 10 years younger than me you know and and it seems like they've been around for since long before they even hit puberty you know you think how well i mean obviously we know that's true in the case of ben fruit he was he was literally a child yeah when he when he first started out and he's obviously grown to be a, an awesome young man and awesome content creator in the process but it, it still boggles my mind that some of these names that we've seen around in the community for five ten years that were you know some date back to you know to the early days of the mod and you you, you see them and you think oh they they've got to be in their 30s 40s probably by now they've been around for so long and then you find out no no when i was doing all that stuff 10 years ago i was eight and you think well how the fuck mm. when i was eight i didn't even know what my own name was half the time let alone anything else god no i certainly wasn't around computers yeah well, not for the good stuff that these guys are anyway mm-hmm now, I had to laugh at this tweet when I saw it come up in my timeline from Sergei Setkov. It seems like Gucci just stole one of the common Daisy survivor looks. Collar dress, blue jeans, damaged beanie, courier bag, athletic shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at I've... it and I went, are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Have... That, that is hilarious. I have hilarious. literally seen Uncle Ray Ray run around in pretty much that exact outfit. He tends to go more for the hot pants, the short shorts, rather than the jeans. But that exact outfit I've seen many people just like ray ray run around in that it's, i have to say though this guy looks like he died that, a little inside um having to wear the outfit um, i certainly fucking would as well 
He's obviously not getting paid as much as he thinks he should be for that. <laughs> I'd want I, I'd want five figures minimum to rock around in that fucking outfit. It just makes me think of um oh buddy, what is it? Derelict. Um from um uh, someone will tell me the name of the movie. I should remember it. It's one of the all time classics. Um well, if it's an all time classic, I can ben Stiller. guarantee I've not seen it. Oh yeah, I know the one you're the on. The modeling about. movie. Yeah. Why can't I remember yeah. it? Zoolander, that's it. Zoolander. That's the fucker. Derelict. But yeah, I just when I saw that, that that was well spotted. Because it does, yeah, I looked at it and I was like, hang on, oh yeah, sneakers as well, damaged jeans, yep, yep, collar dress, yep, yep, beady, bag. Okay. I'll pay that. And the funny thing is, is that that model there has got the exact same look on their face as we all have as we run into a town going <laughs> Either, either I'm about to die or I'm about to murder everybody. Either yeah. way, my facial expression is not going to change. Yep. I got the black lung popper. <laughs> um, Arrowhead Island, classic Chernerus map. Now, um, I uh, put out a little vote to see if people would be interested um, in the uh, classic Daisy uh, map. And sure enough, um, a few comments came up and there actually is one out there. Now, it is buggy as fuck. You go in some buildings um, and they're half in the ground and half out. But I've got to say, just getting to places like the Northwest Airfield, North, sorry, Northeast Airfield and Berezino, um, it was really nice. There's only one server running it um, and it only has four slots on the server. Um, but man, did I have a blast. I had an absolute blast running around and just seeing all these old locations and the old Berezino with the supermarket halfway up the hill and it was just something different. Um, a bit of, yeah. Um, and I'm, I've even been bandying with the idea of um, maybe uh, launching a small pop one here in Australia just for people who, you know, maybe a month or so, just for people who want to um, have some memories of the old days and running around the Northwest Airfield and places like that. Buggy as uh, yeah, like you say, so just like it was before then. Pretty much Makingas. Um it, it wouldn't be Daisy without or, or I said Accurate I said the B real word. Life. It's got a lot of features, guys. A lot of features. <laughs> yeah, it's very feature filled. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, I, I haven't I haven't had a chance to go on it yet. But see I've I'm one of those that joined Daisy after the map had already changed. Yep. So like I well, I think I think I played it a little bit. Um, when I used to play it on uh, Hellfire Show's PC way back in the day, yep. Um, you know, back at like point six two and and so for you it would be almost that. like getting lost again, mate. You'd be looking at places Pretty going, much. "What is this? Yeah, Where well, am I've I? Got, I've got very very vague, and I mean very vague because my my memory's shit anyway. I'll completely forget this conversation in a half hour, so my memory's terrible anyway. But I've got very vague memories of of the old Northwest Airfield, so it would be nice to be able to go back mm. and 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 see if my memories live up to what I think they are or whether I'm misremembering, you know, certain areas. But no, it was, it was quite yeah, nice to nostalgia. see. Quite nice to see. Nostalgia. That should be really good. I'm definitely going to have to have a look into that. So the server is called Arrowhead Island. Um, in the description of it, it says Namolsk plus Island and whatever. I don't know what the hell they're doing with that. Maybe they're just experimenting with it and whatever. But um, yeah, it is up. Um, I think it's based somewhere in the US. I had a ping of uh, just under 200 to it, so it wasn't too bad for me. But yeah, definitely uh, if you're looking for um, some um, old school flashbacks, um, definitely worth checking out. Um, if you give me a second, I will 
bada boom bada bing library daisy it's definitely something i'm gonna have to check out i haven't seen old chanaris like that in uh in quite a long time like i say, i didn't really know it that well back in the day either so it's like you say i might actually get lost again on chanaris for the first time in arrowhead mountain in sorry years. arrowhead mountain arrowhead mountain nice i shall definitely be having to check that out over the weekend then and it even has a mod on it that um has you um having to download um the old armor two trees so the trees that you could actually hide in uh and not stick out like a sore thumb when you um think you're completely invisible in them that's some overpowered trees right there. <laughs> now, you Lieutenant think, Masters... You think Tommy was upset before with oh, the trees. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'll be really upset with them trees when suddenly he runs through a forest and 50 people come out the trees. Lieutenant Masters shared um, a post with me um, from Reddit, Gaming Leaks and Rumours. So images above shared on the Twitter page of known Bohemia Interactive employee and leaker BioSteel. Uh, the images show the Bohemia Interactive are working on a new armor game and some minor clues as to what the game could be about. A few hours after the post being created, it was taken down by the user. Um, just put all the images together with the new ones I have. Um, so what have we got? Armor Reforger. I mean, we've speculated, haven't we, that the Armor 4 could be a thing that's coming out at some point soon. I think a lot of us are kind of expecting Armor 4 for 2021. But at the same time, you know, it's it's a it's a leak. You know, it's a, it's one of those where it's a bit of a you take it with a grain of salt. I think we covered this bio steel person on the podcast a couple of months back as well when there was yep. Uh, you know, supposed leaks of some screenshots from what was supposed to be Daisy 2, um, which was very quickly realized wasn't true at all. And it was basically just screenshots from Vigor. So, you know, I, I don't really um, I don't really put much stock in this BioSteel or however you're supposed to pronounce their name and in giving, uh, giving um, us real What's info, his name? But... Um, uh, Lieutenant Masters told me he used to actually be a contractor for Bohemia Interactive. Yeah, but that could mean anything. Do you know what I mean? Just because they, he, he once worked for a little bit with someone from Bohemia doesn't mean he's got insider knowledge necessarily. Hmm. You know, I, I, I work side by side with you on a weekly basis doing this podcast, and there are there are a million things that I don't know about you and about your, you know, about, yeah. about things regarding you and your home life and things, frankly, things that are none of my business as well. But, at the end, you know, just because you just because you work somewhere or you know someone doesn't mean you you know you've got that that insider knowledge you know so take at the end of the day it's it's possible leaks it's uh, you know take with a grain of salt but i would love to see i would love to see armor 4 i would love to see i mean i've never played the armor games but for the community i would love to see armor 4 come out this year because i think with the hype of daisy you know, I think I think it will get a lot of hype, and I think it will. You know, let's be honest. 2020 was a pretty shit year. 2021 is probably not going to be a huge amount better. Although we've now got, you know, uh, what they called the jabs you get in your arm. You know, to stop this rolling yeah. shit. You know, so 
it's, it's, it's kind of take it with a pinch of salt, but I, I'm, I'm quietly hopeful for Armour 4 this year to give us something to look forward to. Thank you, Zombie Lee, and uh, you're in Boydie's chat. Vaccines, that's the word I couldn't think of. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's... I look forward... I hope that, it, that we are going to get an Armour 4 sooner than later um, because I think we've discussed on the podcast before that whatever happens with Armour 4 when that eventually comes out, we could see some of the stuff, some of the lessons that they learned leak over the to series leak over to Daisy. You know, yeah. and at the end of the day, like I said, I've never played an armor game in my life. My focus, as far as Bohemia's concerned, is with Daisy. So, any anything that could, you know, possibly better Daisy in the long run, I'm I'm down for straight away. Um, now we talked about the OTV Rust server. Um, uh, call me Rive. This was a brilliant idea. Now, I don't think anyone else has done this, but this is um, one of my favorite streamers who, you know, um, I haven't had the email come through showing who I've watched the most, um, but Call Me Ride would definitely have to be up there for me. I love watching this guy play DayZ. Um, see, this I didn't see. This is one that I've, uh, I'm watching for the first time along with the viewers. So it's pretty big already. I think we, we can try to do it. I think we can try to do it. I can already tell what horrific shit is going to happen. What do you think? Should we go for it now? pretty much exactly what was expected (laughs) yeah he died but i don't think anyone else has thought to do that um at least that i know of someone's probably done it you know who didn't stream or something like that um but guys please give this guy a follow he's russian um and he is an absolute legend of the daisy community he should be a lot bigger than he is um that's his twitter account um here's his twitch um he's absolutely brilliant guy um he's a mix of a hardcore um uh daisy player um pvp god he's just so chill um yeah you know things like this in daisy you never know what you'll see next that's probably why i can't stop playing it and there's a car fucking strung from a power line he's just yeah and he's a lovely bloke to boot zombie he is a lovely bloke very genuinely nice guy. Definitely worth a watch. Um, anyone will enjoy watching him. That's just given me an idea watching that video now because I, we run, I run, and I help run an Amalsk server, so I have access to God mode and to spawn vehicles in and things. So I think I might have to uh, have a little look at to what that what that looks like when I'm in God mode because I won't be able to die. Yeah, so it'll be very interesting to see whether or not it just kills the car. And where, or whether it actually teleports, because it'd be very. Because I've I've done it. I've done it whilst it was happening with God Mode on on foot, but never thought to do it with a vehicle. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to I'll have to stick the old God Mode on and uh, give that the old college try over the next couple of days and see what what foolishness occurs. <clears throat> I'll still somehow probably manage to die, knowing my luck, even with God Mode on. But we'll see. 
Now, we've got our Patreon topic of the week. Yes, folks, our Patreons get to, um, if they want to, suggest a topic for us to discuss. And Scale Speeder, who's in chat, um, come up with um, a two-part question from me this week, if that's okay. I've just finished my first explorations of the Moles and have super enjoyed the survival and exploration experience, but I've even more enjoyed the visual and environmental storytelling. So what do the panel think of the Moles? And without spoiling anything, should the Daisy origin story offered in the Moles become canon? So we've all pretty much said that we, we love Nemolsk. Um, yes, the map is a small one, so that does limit the lifespan of the map. But, you know, yes, Chernerus is a big map, but with most of us having, you know, thousands of hours in Chernerus by now, we still go back to it. I think Nemolsk, with what that uh, Sumrak and Inclement Dab and the team have managed to add, um, has a long life. Uh, yeah. You only need to look at the popularity of the videos that I released and Septic Falcon released and everyone else who did the uh, Namal sneak peek videos. It's just, it's an amazing map. Um, Zombie Lee saying in chat, um, I've mostly play, just play PvE Namals. Not as much of a fan of the PvP of it for now. Um, I'm a bit of both. Um, I actually like it because you, you know, there's um, a lot of choke points. Uh, be it the you know, the crossings from the North Island to the South Island and then to the uh, East Island, um, sorry, the uh, yeah, the East Island, um, and then you know, A1, A2, um, all these different locations where you are more inclined to bump into someone, you know, the, the refugee camp, and I, I think it's a brilliantly done map. What do you think, Brim? Couldn't agree more. I think the mouse is absolutely phenomenal, and... Like, like I said earlier, Sumrak bought it out. He released it in December within, well, before Christmas, we had like two updates just to polish things off a bit. And now there's talks of him possibly releasing a content update. That's why, well, in fact, he put out a tweet saying he wanted to do a content update early yep. in, in this year. So if we're going to get uh, some sort of expansion to the map and use those vast ice flats that are, that surround the map, you know, they go out quite a good distance, you know, so there's plenty of space for him to add new areas mm -hmm. and things like the SCAT 12 submarine and the TF bearing outpost. You know, if he can add a few more things like that in and stuff, it will give that that map a little bit extra. Um, you know, it'll give it that I still haven't extra been longevity. Still haven't been out to what? either of them. There, there's not much out at either of them. Yeah. However, the SCAT-12 submarine um, does spawn one of those uh, lore packets with the information you can read on it. I haven't gone through and found them or spawned them on my server and looked and read them, so I don't actually know what the lore for Namalsk is. I read through when Sumrak was originally um, hyping it and releasing those little stories and things and doing it with the way, the way he did it with the, the uh, community servers and things. I, I read those little bits, but I haven't actually read into the lore too much on the mouse. So as for the second part of scale speeders um, question, I don't know where I have no real opinion um, because I'm not up to date on it to know whether I, whether it should become Canon, um, you know, in, within the Daisy lore. Um, I think it's a but... nice law that's specific to the Namolsk map. Um, and if people want to roll that over to others, so be it. Personally, I'd love to see them do something official for Daisy. you know, like maybe even like a relaunch with some nice promo videos talking about how 
the um, apocalypse began, maybe with a new map release or something like that, um, and cover it a bit more. Yeah, we got um, a touch on it uh, when we had Matt Light put on, um, what the original canon for DayZ was um, from Dean Hall and co., um, but I do love the Namolst lore as well. I like it just as, me personally, I like it just as um, uh, Namolst lore. Yeah, I think didn't didn't Sam rack in those original stories when he was you know hyping up the the eventual release in a mask. I'm sure like the first story mentioned um, Chinaris as a as a as a place as well. Mm. Because if I remember rightly, in that first story, wasn't it like he ended up in the character ended up in a shipping container or something? And next thing you know, they woke up and they were in the mask. Mm. You know, I think if I if I remember rightly, I'll have to go back and read the stories over again, but. I'm pretty sure it was something along something to the effect of, you know, they they left Chinaris, you know, on, on a boat and hid in a in a shipping container and ended up in the Mausk. So he, if I remember rightly, he kind of did merge them a little bit and have that little bit of crossover between the two, but not massively in depth. So I think if they were, if you were going to cross it over, it would it would definitely need to be a more in depth, complete story. Yep. Um, <clears throat> back to weekly show agenda. Uh, now the Daisy Twitter to watch. They released the Bohemia Interactive highlights of 2020. Um, so we had Armor Three, two updates. Um, one million one hundred twenty-seven thousand base games sold, two million two hundred thousand DLC, and two million three hundred fifty-eight thousand active players. Vigor with four million six hundred active players. Um, 11 updates in five seasons. Uh, Wildlands with 645,000 active players and four updates, but the king of them all was DayZ. Uh, 6,400,000 active players, uh, 1.2 million copies sold, um, 750,000 DLC sold. Um, Armour would obviously trump DayZ there with the sheer scale of official DLC they have, and um, DayZ only has the Livonia map. So that's still a pretty solid effort for one map being sold nearly 800,000 times. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Um, good to see a nice uh, year from them. And once again, they do have the uh, advertisement there for Bohemia.net Careers. If any of you out there are looking, um, they are recruiting at the moment. So, yeah. I think the great thing with this infographic as well is that they've they've included console. Um, in the Daisy graph, because yep. we we often mention every week on on the podcast, we mention that how how well Daisy's doing on Steam, but it's difficult to get active, proper, decent info on on, on the console numbers. Mm-hmm. And we're constantly saying, look, we you know we've we've hit an all time player high player count on PC, but we don't know what it is on console. Whereas this this shows it. I mean, you look at that. That's across PC and console one point nearly 1.3 million games space games sold of daisy yeah. so you think that's just in 2020 alone so that's not all time that's in one year and very recent you know three quarters of a million you know of you know, being sold when you look six at it, though, and a half million active players armor on pc did outsell um daisy on pc so There's, oh, Armour had it's, less, less, didn't it? By the way, but that's um, only on PC. Um, Daisy yeah. has um, 1.2 oh, million sold across yeah. all consoles. 
or all platforms. Yeah, I see what so, you mean, yeah. But it does show that um, Daisy still is a very valuable game for Bohemia as a company. So oh, yeah. it kind of Big explains time. why they're recruiting a few more people again. Just makes you wonder why they're keeping going up and down with the numbers in the team. Um, but yeah. as I mean, long as they're I mean, still they supporting it. Yeah, I mean, they say they're on the right-hand side, don't they? Company, 103 new employees, mm-hmm. you know, six office, six offices. So, you know, they're, they're definitely they're definitely growing they're definitely still yeah. still going you know it's, it's far from dead the game itself the other games the companies behind it are far from gone you know it's still it's still showing that it's still growing i mean yeah look at that bohemia's bestseller in 2020 daisy yep who'd have, who'd have thought you know you look at this say go back five years if you had told me five years ago that in 2020 daisy was going to be the biggest seller and was going to sell on console and pc and sell nearly 1.3 million base game units mm. i'd have told you you're off your head stop taking drugs or share them do you know what i mean I'll, uh, and let me enjoy the fucking high with you because that's that would have been mental to think yeah. about but it's real we've hit that do you know what i mean and it's only going to get bigger from here when you look at the, the current state of the of the world with this virus so many more people are doing work from home there's so many more people at home gaming because i mean i don't know what what it was like for everyone else but at the, at the very start of 2020 when the virus properly kicked off i i got furloughed from work and i was still getting paid so i was getting paid to sit at home and play daisy all day basically which is my fucking dream anyway <laughs> i just didn't see the numbers on twitch that i would have liked but still you know so many people are in that same boat and even with these vaccines and things i don't see 2021 being massively different to 2020 so i think it is gonna we're gonna see growth i think we we mark this moment and come back in 12 months time and i I would imagine we're going to see very similar numbers if not bigger numbers as a result i'll put a link to this in chat for those that um want to see it um but mate we are almost done for now um highlights of the week now lp's not here um but um what was your highlight for the week mate uh lax it's got to be lax again the guy's just doing awesome youtube stuff got a new video came out let's have a look yeah it is today called the dangers of hitchhiking let's be honest it's a dangerous thing anyway but in daisy that's a whole nother kettle of fish so i uh started watching that i've still got to finish watching that but uh, that came out during the middle of the night but yeah he's just it's good to see him growing and uh, really embracing it. And um, yeah. yeah. And the thing is as well is like a lot of people, not just us, but a lot of people said to Lax for a long time, you know, you've got a YouTube account there. You should use it, you know? And we all, we all said that to him because we knew what he could do with the type of content he does on stream, the type of person he is not only as a content creator, but as a man, we know that Lax can pull off some phenomenal stuff. He does every time he hits that go live button. It's a it's a whole new, different, awesome adventure, and this just adds to it. You know, we we've said for ages he should do YouTube, and now look, he's doing YouTube and he's creating some of the best Daisy content out there. You know, and when I say that, no no one has a surprised look on their face. I guarantee, because we all knew what Lax could do. He just needed that, you know, he just needed that outlet to do something different. 
And I think that along with all the, you know, all the positive stuff that's happened with his streaming and stuff has, has really helped, you know, and it's, and it's great to see a genuine, nice, decent person such as him get some success as a result of it as well. Mine is not so much a highlight as more of a what the fuck moment. I was in the um, Daisy uh, standalone community. Um, I'll just share the uh, screen for you so you can see it as well. Um, and someone put a post up: Is anyone working on a Daisy Royale mod, uh, Battle Royale mod, or is that a type of mode difficult to program? I think it would be done with just an ever increasing toxic zone, a mini map, and boosted guns and ammo loot spawning. Any thoughts? And oh my fucking god the comments it was shit. yeah just go play fortnite daisy is a survival game and every day we get further from that direction i get it uh that's what you want so just play fortnite you know that's literally PUBG, right um eh, just play battle royale and um then finally you know we had someone um talking about it but it it constantly astounds me and i i ended up I couldn't help myself. Uh, Jesus, some of you are fucking munted. You all know Survivor Games, which was done on DayZ, started the craze. And yes, there is a BR mod for DayZ. Here is the Discord. Um, I tagged the wrong person. He was actually a moderator just watching it because it was descending into chaos, the uh, thing. Uh, but it just astounded me that so many people, one, I am one of the worst fucking elitists. I'm all for the hardcore fucking Daisy mode, but I still embrace and appreciate and understand that day, the beauty of Daisy is you can play it however the fuck you want. Some people just yep. need to calm the fuck down and stop thinking that they own the fucking game and the rights to how it's being played. Let people play the game how they want. The guy asked an innocent question and fucking people came at him like he'd fucking... Um, yep. suggested, oh, I'm not even going to say so. The things that bring to mind will probably get me banned from fucking Twitch for saying it, but it's, he it's asked an like innocent that. question. It's shit like that, and people like the people that are commenting there, that are commenting those stupid comments like, oh, just go and play PUBG or whatever bollocks they're commenting, is the exact reason why I worked in a call centre for a year and not a fucking day more. Yeah, Because people have that anonymity. And even in my job, I worked for a mobile phone company. I had people's bank details, people's home details, their address, telephone number, their entire livelihoods on a screen in front of me. And the amount of people that I would speak to on a daily basis that would still speak to me like I'm something they've just stood in is a reason why I left that job promptly. Yep. Like these people, and people don't understand that, that there are, you say something on the internet. You don't have anonymity. People assume an anonymity on the internet. There is no anonymity on the internet. Once you post something, you can be found. Your information can be found. There are people out there that know how to do especially that. Especially sort of on thing. something like Facebook. And especially on... And yeah, Facebook is not exactly one that's known for keeping your fucking data secret, is it? Let's be honest. So the fact that people are quite happy... like I guarantee I could go into that group start clicking on profiles and find out where people's kids go to school. Like that's a dangerous fucking thing that people that I could find out. Obviously I'm not going to do anything with that information if I was to find it, but there are people out there that don't have those same morals that I do. I won't find it. I won't look for what fucking school your children go to, but there are people on the internet who will see a simple comment on a Facebook page such as that 
and take it that to that extreme and all your information, your entire life is online. Why people feel it's it's a clever idea to post things uh, and get involved. I understand on something like Reddit or on Twitter where you can limit what's on your profile, but who who limits what they put on Facebook? I guarantee, even, even I'm quite careful with it, but I guarantee if I gave you my Facebook for five minutes, you know, get, anyone could find out all sorts of information about me and find out where I'm going to be tomorrow at three o'clock. It wouldn't be difficult to figure it out. Do you know what I mean? It, it boggles my mind that there are still people that that will be that sort of keyboard warrior or that on the other end of a phone warrior uh, and and have a pop at someone for, for no apparent reason and just assume that nothing will come from that and that, and that that's the end of the story. It's not. People need to understand that there are real people on the other end of those comment sections, on the other end of those Facebook posts. And just because you think you've got away with it doesn't mean you have. And you should always be very mindful of the fact that it's that not only could you hurt someone else's feelings, but you hurt the wrong person's feelings and they're going to do a lot more than hurt just your feelings. People need to be very mm-hmm. mindful of what they say and what they do on the internet because your information's out there for the picking. And if the wrong person goes looking for it and knows where to look, you are in a shit ton of trouble. Exactly, mate. Exactly. But it was it was fun to go in there and point out to people um, that um, there was a little bit more um, to the post and that some people need to bone up on the history of the game um, yeah. and become aware that uh, all of those games actually exist because of Firstly, Armour, then Daisy, um, or Armour 2, then Daisy, and then um, Survivor Games. And you just wish that people would take the time to educate themselves a bit better before mouthing off. Yeah. But hey, I've been guilty of doing that in the past myself as well. So, yeah, yeah, so have I. I mean, I've, I've mm. taken to the point now, I mean, you, you know very well, as I'm sure everyone watching knows very well, that the very moment within within a matter of seconds of the official Daisy Twitter account posting anything. Oh, and it could be related to absolutely fucking anything. So your game's broken. This is not working. I don't like this. Rah, 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 and they immediately jump to it. And I've got to the point now where I've, all I do now is I copy and paste the link to the TikTok, the discord, uh, the yep. podcast, TikTok. And I say, check out, check out the uh, the video we recently had where, you know, and I'll, I'll put forward either the one uh, from the Christmas show where Scotty was talking about the, the plans for 2021 mm-hmm. or, or, you know, the history. Um, I recently uploaded an eight part one for uh, when we had Soma on and the history of uh, the Survivor yeah. games that's been quite well received over there. And I'll just post those and say, look, there is information out there. Just look for it. There's no point yeah. you getting angry and shouting and screaming on a Twitter because the same person that is reading that Twitter account and posting from that Twitter account is not the same person that's in charge of fixing whatever feature it is that you don't like about the game. It's a different person. There's a reason the feedback tracker exists. Use the fucking feedback tracker. Common sense. You don't like something. Don't just shout into the void and hope that someone's going to fucking hear you pick up a shovel and fix it for you. That's not how it works. Tell the right person through the feedback tracker and it can get fixed. Otherwise, you've, you're just shouting at nothing and hoping for the best. You You'll, should share yeah, those on the Twitter account as well, mate. Uh, might get you some uh, new people over on the TikTok account as well. Uh, but, 
Yeah, um, I think the people who follow the Twitter account would appreciate those as well, the little snippets of the uh, actual podcast, because pretty much all I do, and I'm way behind at the moment, is upload the full episodes. The little snippets would go would probably be appreciated very well by people. Yeah, I mean, the, the difficulty sometimes as well, especially with the, the Soma stuff as well, is that there's so m- often we get, we're, we're quite blessed with the guests that we get on our mm-hmm. show in that, you know, they're, they're so articulate people. We don't get idiots that just talk drivel all day like us. We yeah. actually have intelligent people that, that actually, you know, give plenty of information. So I sat there and trying to get the what the, 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 the list of stuff for, for, for what I wanted for the TikTok for Soma's episode. It was. It had to be an eight-part series. It's nearly seven yeah. minutes long when you put it all together because there was so much information. Trying to clip mm-hmm. down so much information and condense it down into a short-form content is it's a fucking nightmare. And it took me about three days. Yeah. And then I fucked up the edit and had to go back and redo a couple of bits as yeah. well. So because I forgot to put the text in there that I meant to put in there. So luckily, that's the easiest bit. Well, that's a nice segue to the last part of the show, which is talking about um, who next week's guest is. And next week's guest is probably going to be someone uh, that most of you have never heard of, MDCon Twitch. Now, I'm putting a link to a post in um, Twitter um, that um, him and I uh, had a discussion. It was based on uh, when I um, uh, did the tweet that I shouldn't have done from the official account, having a go at General Sam for his uh, Daisy is Dead video. Um, But an interesting conversation come out of it. Um, I put a comment there, speak to most modders, and they would tell you that they couldn't have done what they did without the dev team getting Daisy to where it is. And MD Con came back, whilst I don't condone the slur the chap above used, you're way off base with own comment. The majority of modders will tell you that the behavior of the official devs, even to this day, is absolutely fucking mental. Changing function signatures randomly without warning, refactoring code on a whim, changing the network stack in a way that anyone with even half a brain can tell will cripple performance. 1.10's vehicle health sync, for example. Missing engine natives and things being pushed to stable without even basic testing. Daisy is where it is today for two simple reasons. They handed management of the team over to someone competent, Adam, who has been able to motivate them to fix basic issues. And two, by the work done by modders, in spite of, not because of, Bohemia's effort to further break the game. So you and I, Brim, are going to be like fish out of fucking water next week. But I really wanted to get this guy on and get him on soon. So I did some shuffling of guests and all the rest of it to get him in ASAP. uh, Because that's the first person who has said um, anything... Um, like that to me you know previously and i've said it many times on this show you speak to modders and they'll say the game wouldn't be where it is and i said that you know regurgitated the same line i've used and was shot down and when i invited other people in the majority of them agreed with what he said so something's changed and i want to find out more about it because you know a little bit of vanity here but the devs have said they watched and listened to this so maybe we can raise some stuff um, in a public forum that might help improve the game down the line. That's my wish, and I'm very, very excited to get him on um, yeah. to hear um, a perspective that isn't just, you know, well, I love the devs. The devs are awesome. Um, a perspective that seems to be a bit more grounded in potentially reality. Yeah, Con- it's that constructive criticism versus being a dick, and that yes. is the difference there. This this MDCon... Um, personally i've seen their name pop up a fair bit over the last couple of years um you know in the daisy community and always in positive lights which is nice yeah um but like like i say he he's gonna have 
oh, I'm assuming it's a he. I should probably say they nowadays before I get fucking shot for misgendering people. But whatever you are, carry on, enjoy yourself. No, no worries from me here. Um, but yeah, whoever they are, if you know, at the end of the day, they're giving that constructive criticism. They've obviously got some knowledge on 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 it, and they're yeah. they're using they're using that knowledge in an appropriate way. Whereas General Sam, now I've never watched one of his videos. I don't know a lot about the guy. I know there's a lot of people that love him, and I know there's a lot of people that hate him. Either way, I'm not fussed. I don't give a shit. He ain't hurt me, so I've got nothing bad to say about him, apart from the fact that for some fucking unknown reason, he decides decides to use a slur and say that the devs have got Down syndrome or something. Mm -hmm. The fuck is the point in that? He's a negative streamer, mate. His whole thing is negativity and insults and... That's yeah. It appeals to people, but that's his um thing. You watch any of his stuff, mate, and it's filled to the brim with insults like that. That's his. That's his shtick. It's just like it doesn't offend me. I think I think people throw around that being offended a bit too easily, but it annoys me. It doesn't offend me because it doesn't affect me personally, which is a stupid and shitty way of looking at things, really, when you think about it. But that's the that's the fact. But it annoys me that that. Rather than actually, I mean, the guy I've known the name General Sam for years, long before I knew a lot of other big names in the industry and in in you know in the Daisy category. So the fact that he's got this far and can't even be asked to spend that extra three seconds to think of another word to use or think of a better way of wording things and just immediately goes to fuck it, I'm going to use something derogatory and something shitty. Mm-hmm. It, it boggles my mind. It would have taken him absolutely no time at all to just go, well, here's my opinion in a constructive way. Like uh, uh, thousands of people on a daily basis manage to do that, even within the Daisy community, even when that's not his stick, mate. That's not how he rolls. It, clearly, yeah. Well, yeah. I know that's fucking one person I shan't be, uh, shan't be fighting to get on the mm-hmm. podcast anytime soon, shall we say? But, mate, that was a damn good episode. Um, it was a pity that um, LP couldn't hang around, but he's a man with a lot to do every day. Um, leads a pretty fucking awesome life, and I'm a big, big fan of his. And uh, yeah. maybe one day down the line we can look at maybe getting your uh, trio on, um, KD, Potato, and have all the beards on, get a beard special, uh, make Ben grow one, or just put on a um, paper My one. table would tilt. My table would tilt like that due to the erection that I would suddenly receive as a result of having all three of them in one place at the same time regarding Daisy. I would be the happiest man ever. That will be the day that I know I no longer need to live. I can just die quite peacefully knowing I'm I'm happy and at peace. Good day. Mate, thank you so, so much yet again. Another great week. A much shorter episode this week. Um, should give me some time to catch up. I think I've got now three episodes I've got to catch up on. Um, and I will try and get those uploaded um, all throughout this week for everyone out there to catch up on who doesn't get to watch them live. Um, just a reminder, um, please check out the uh, um, Streamline servers. They're now doing a uh, sponsorship deal with us. Um, I'm not sure if I've set up a command, have I? Nope, need to fix that because I'm just such a fucking uh, professional streamer. Fucking um, sacked. Our Patreon as well, if you do want to help support the show, it's a great way to uh, do it. Um, But yeah, all the best, everyone. I'll see you next week, Brim. 
Um, just uh, just a quick update for everyone. Um, ben is still around. He's just been pretty flat out with a lot of uh, personal stuff going on at the moment. Um, he sends his apologies. Um, he said you're more than welcome to send him dick pics on Twitter uh, to try to pick up his um, ego um, and bag him out for not being on the show for the last uh, few weeks. But yeah, all the best, everyone. And we will see you next week. Indeed. Have a good one, everyone. See you soon.